0: No portion of this program may be reproduced without the express written permission of the locker PQAM, room, Joe. BZ Broadcast Group Incorporated. The biggest name is the best talent. Are
1: you feeding me like a low level for some strange reason or am I going this? I'm not feeding you at all. I beg your pardon?
0: your own job. I'm suckling. You'll touch it. Corn Lauderdale. Crank it up.
2: Sit like around Sioux City. It's your big bad caucus day. Elect your choices by committee. We are screwed. Cause we are stuck with who you choose. Who the hell are you? Hey there, Iowa. Is it Obama or John Edwards, Biden, God, or even Hillary? Give Ron Paul another listen. You decide could be McCain or that Romney guy. Julianne is high. Oh, you choose for your country. Oh, the presidency. Oh, take your caucus, please. Oh, and stick it till you bleed. Oh, you don't speak for
1: Whatever. It's 10.02 at 560 WDQM. What's uh, the story today? It's Thursday? Yeah. Well, oh, that means we got our fitty fitty thing today with Joey the Right Baker. on, it's food. <laughs> or as JB says on that horrible uh, halftime show,
3: Chanel! Chanel!
1: What? You, you wouldn't understand. Is that a Michael Jackson thing? Chanel! Is that like Chamon? Yeah, it's like Chamon. <laughs> kind of, it's very similar, I would think. It's probably see. related. Anyway, here's what the deal is on the poll about the polls. 1091. We got almost 1100 votes. Our goal is 1100, right, Chris? Yes, sir. Now, what do we do yesterday, boy? We got a lot of votes on the poll. Somebody might actually be listening, including some people who pretend that they're not. But that's okay because we don't really care at no. all. No, we don't care. What's your take on these polls? I enjoy them. 533. How do you like that? For all you naysayers out there, oh, gee, polls are boring. Wait, that, that's one guy that we lost. I'm sure the poll building is boring. Guy, remember him? Yeah. Poll mm-hmm. building. Remember? Maybe he mm-hmm. groped. Maybe somebody killed his ugly ass. I enjoy them, 533. They're okay, 324. So you put those two together, and you got almost 80%. What's not to like? Who cares? 150. So now you're way over 90%. And then, of course, you've got your malcontents. Get rid of them, 60. Get rid of them, which is kind of like, retire, retire. No, I'm not going to retire. I'm not going to get rid of the poll. How do you like that? Up yours, your mama. And I hate them, 24. That's really 2%. Hate the polls, the polls, and the uh, Czechs and the Germans. The Democrats' 2004 presidential nominee, John Kerry, remember those grotesque sounds he used to make? <laughs> Is endorsing Barack Obama. A person close to Kerry says, and NBC News has confirmed that report. He's going to be announcing the endorsement this afternoon in South Carolina. All right, nothing could be finer than to endorse Obama in. South Carolina, and, and you people out there, you Hillary people that want to like you, you know, go ahead, call in and uh, spew your crap if you want. Just like that, Mary on the MySpace thing, you know, if if you really want to try to convince me to support Hillary Clinton, you're you're farting into a gigantic tornado, not just a windstorm, into a tornado, into a tsunami. It ain't gonna happen. You're entitled if you like her, go ahead, vote for her, send her money, uh, you know, kissy kissy, well, whatever sit around, have a crying uh, match with her, whatever you like to do. I don't like her. I didn't like her before. I don't like her now. If she wins the nomination, of course I'll vote for her. Am I going to b- vote for some Nazi? Of course not. Like that guy that called yesterday pretending that he hadn't made up his mind. Yet, right. The whole call was a sales pitch for Hillary. You know. Well, you know, she's met all these world leaders. Yeah. And so it, she had tea with them? Is there anyone who would suggest that... Laura Bush is qualified to be president because she's married to this goofball? No. no. Or that Jackie Kennedy would have made a great president, or that the Lady Bird Johnson should have been elected, or, uh, or Pat Nixon, God forbid, or Mamie Eisenhower, or Eleanor Roosevelt. Although, uh, you know, she would have been our first bull-like president, I guess. hmm Eleanor. My husband said, my husband said. That that's all she ever said was, my husband said. But nevertheless, she's dead. WQAM, hello. Oh, a right. bongo man. All right. That's, that, that's a reminder to promote the uh, Jerk Show coming up to this afternoon, the Jason Jerk Show, which George is a big fan of, by the way. He you said back. it was
4: great. I would listen to it if they talked about anything else. Really? Anything at all. Even with the bongos in the back? And with bongos, they could have saxophones, they could have the nastiest jazz playing all the time.
1: and I would Nasty say jazz. Yeah. So we got the Jazz Jack Show at 2 this afternoon. He's cool, man. If you don't believe me, just ask him. He's as cool as an elephant's fart. Then you got Mad Dog 4 to 7. Her- oh, it's Thursday, so we got that hurricane crap, hurricane droppings. Hurricane Hotline at the HOF room at UM 7 to 9. Well, what's the HOF? The Hall of, Hall fame, of room. fame room? Let me say it again. Hall of Fame room? Oh, I said it's the same time as
3: you. Yes, oh. I said Hall of Fame.
1: Dolphins All Assets, the high school gridiron report 9 to 10. I guarantee you that gets a gigantic tune in, audience. You could put him in a phone booth, and then the Beast, 10 to midnight. <laughs> you couldn't put him in a phone booth because he wouldn't fit, but nevertheless. And he's just, I don't know, biding his time, I guess. Have we got any more update about that guy, that Amendola guy from Kansas City who claims that uh, he hasn't signed the deal yet, but he's been talking to them, and he got canned out there, and... He needs a gig and but a beep ba boop bop and nobody wants to work for like 50 cents an hour. But You can only imagine the kind of money they're offering to do 9 to midnight. How much is he going to have to pay them, you think? Cute. But we don't want, we don't want to get into that because we've got some good things uh, working in the wings, baby. Whether the smell of freedom is in the air. Oh, God. If you had any idea how badly, what do you do? This jock-sniffing fraternity that we got here. It would be nice to be on, a, like, a radio station where they talk about anything other than ball games and guys who wear jock straps and who's got the biggest of biceps and uh, who's sticking the needle in there more often, stuff like that. Oh, my God. would that be great? It would be. QAM, hello. Hey, Neil, Jason Jackson
5: here. I was wondering. QAM, hello. Yeah. Neil, uh, this is just to all those people who voted that they hate the polls. If you hate the polls so much, why are you voting on them? Excellent uh, question, sir. sir.
1: Excellent question. <laughs> well, we know the answer. You want to know why? Just like the people that said faxes, we hate you and we don't listen to you ever again. Get some help. That's all I would suggest to you. Okay, get, I have no get a life, get some help. And we don't really care, okay? I mean, if you want to, t- if your life is that devoid of anything that you're going to take time to send us, make a call or send us a fax or email. Oh, we don't uh, like you anymore, and you suck. Well, you know that that's not a comment on me or the show. It's a comment on you. It's a comment that I have no life. like that. WQAM, hello. Oh, oh. QAM, hello. There's uh, Mike Huckleberry. Um, I don't know. Yes, sir. I have no life. I- Turn that radio well, off, sir.
5: Really Turn it off. <laughs> All right.
1: Okay. What do you got? There it is. <laughs> That's right. what he's got. QAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir.
5: Hey, Happy New Year.
6: Back to you. It's a little late after you, that. Did you
5: read that story um, this week about the Dutch uh, tolerance fading away, et cetera, about the red light districts and the coffee shops?
1: Did I read it? No.
5: Oh, okay. I was going to send you to you see it? It?
1: Where did you see that? Was well, uh, in, well,
5: in the Sunday Herald. Uh,
1: oh, well, who about, you want to read getting, that?
5: Getting rid of the coffee shops and the. Well you know something, I was it. just
1: there last month, and I didn't see any closed coffee shops or any uh, fewer hookers, or I didn't see anything different than I've ever seen before. It looked like the same place to me.
5: Well, I, I come from the east part of the country, and uh, my city is completely cleaned up, and I'm sure they're going one by one. It's going to be like a police state, just like here.
1: Well, won't that be thrilling, huh? That'll be the end of tourism there. Who the hell wants to go there for that crappy food, you know?
5: No, you've got to go to Europe. That's the place you go. Know. Amen. Anyway, have, have a good New Year and uh, stay on, please, okay? Okay, tot ziens. good kiss.
1: <laughs> oh, Dewey Truman, not. Look at that, we had got 1,112 votes on the poll. Now we can go home. I can go back to bed. I can take me a nice nap. To get ready for our transition. Our what? Our transition. Are we to radio. A... Oh, yeah, I think we're moving on to radio. Getting a... I hate the hey, it's always been my dream. Charlie Joe Bell. What I said before goes for you too. Okay, don't waste people's time, including Norma Kent, even if it's only thirty seconds. We don't know from you. Okay, we don't want to just leave us alone. WQAM. Hello. QAM. hola. Leave
0: Hillary alone.
1: WQAM. Hello.
0: is Joe
1: Okay. Now there it was Joe. That was it. Solamente uno, so tanto uno, okay, schmuck? Every day we gotta hear from this guy who's then, that's his shtick, that's all he ever says, which is fine, you know. But yesterday twice, and you wanna know why? I have no life. Uh-huh. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, I'm on a mobile. Yeah.
0: Listen, uh. Um, well,
1: congratulations.
0: I was listening to Freddie the other day, he was saying how, um, how Swillery got to him, uh.
5: He saw a
1: human side of her that he hadn't seen when she started crying the other day. Oh yeah, oh that squirt a few for a footy, you
5: know. Mm-hmm. He's kicking ass over there
1: at six ten. Oh! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, his own. He's kicking old ass. In fact, uh, don't don't make Duff come in and start ripping him on the ear. He got emotionally started crying a week or two ago when he came in. Remember that? Two yep. days in a row he came in with just ripping footy and ass that he so richly deserves. He said he's never heard anything so bad in his life. 1120 on the uh, pool. What's 1120 on the dial? I have no idea. (laughs) KMOX? I I don't know. That's so many (laughs) years. So so long gone since those great 50,000-watt powerhouse channels used to, like, pour into your radio at night. KDKA and WBZ and KMOX and WHO. Who and what? And like that. WHAM in Rochester. Nobody wants to hear that. Whoa, whoa in Fort Wayne. Whoa, whoa. Remember, whoa, whoa, W-O-W-O, mm-hmm. no, you know. Well, that's because it's uh, way before your time. When, back when radio was exciting and there were like personalities, WBZ had all those I remember that when I was a kid guys. down remember here. Remember what?
4: We had cutting edge radio down here. The world talking on fire. about
1: cutting edge. I, you know, why is it got to mm-hmm. be cutting edge? It doesn't it's have to be. personalities, man. People that the audience knew, people that they wanted to listen to, something besides just cookie cutter crap. Cookie cutter crap and give me the ball, give me the ball. I'm going to tell you if there's a worse format than all sports, I haven't heard it. Even gloves 94, I would listen to first. Right, and I would die before I, listen I was to saying that.
4: What? That's what I was saying. I would listen to the Jason Jackson show if they were talking about any other thing. Jason
1: Jackson show. That's you your improvement from Jerks Joe Jackson, whatever yep. you've been calling him. You got some nerve, man. I know. Twelve minutes after ten
5: at five sixty WQM. Yo man, what's up at Opaconda
6: No.
7: Take it easy, easy, I'm getting crazy, crazy, that last bug really shook me, I'm about to toss my cookies, don't get stuck behind that truck now, or you gonna see me up, jump now,
2: it's coming baby, can't stop me, why
6: can't you wait,
2: gonna need new floor, I guess I should have
6: left you home, cause there's a smell in my car, baby, a smell
1: Yes. 1017 at 560 WQM. Happy Thursday to you. The 10th of January. It's a big anniversary today for me and the uh, two of our MySpace correspondents, the professor and Brandon. Did you know that? I did not. One year anniversary from the first time they darkened my door. I mean, I heard from them. Mm-hmm. They heard from me. All right. How oh, sweet. Uh, Isn't that sweet? Let's have a big party. Light a candle. Get a cupcake and let's light a candle. You can I got a candle it with your uh, great Italian cuisine later. All right. Your friend Puerto Rican Ralph, which I'm sure you already read this, and I would, haste, I would hasten to agree with him. I friend, think I, friend
4: is I, a little uh, presumptuous there. What? Friend is a little presumptuous.
1: You're close personal, well, life's because he's Puerto Rican. No, it's Good, because we've never hung he's out, out not, but, uh, but see, other if than that. not Mexican, you wouldn't have even sent me the fact. That's not true. That is true. You hate Mexicans and Ricans. I you hate All don't. your Hispanics. I mean. it's all, don't. It's like the same with the uh, every group.
4: I don't. I'm just not one.
1: Like the Orthodox and the conservative and the, all the Jews and, and the uh, Christians, they all hate each other. Anyway, your good friend, Puerto Rican Ralph, says, I've been a long time listener of your show. No kidding. And let me tell you, you can't wait for the numbers to come out on the Jason Jackson show. This is the worst show ever, he says. I would say you are. Absolutely correct. Sir. I thought that the Kenny and Bo Morning Show reached a new level of uh, mediocrity that we could never possibly duplicate. But, you know, something by comparison, that, it's just, I don't get it. His whole concept of doing a uh, radio show is just alien to me. It's alien. It says, I have to turn on the iPod for two hours because he's just bad. You thought the Whammy show was bad, but this is the worst. Oh, the Whammy show, it was bad, all right. Not, not because of me or because of George.
2: Whammy! God, it sucks.
1: But because of their insistence on uh, butchering it up, and mm-hmm. then you couldn't hear the audio, and then they would put on calls that didn't go. It was the worst put-together piece of garbage. It was almost as though they wanted to make me look like a clown, like a fool, mm-hmm. like an idiot. And they did. And who cares, you know? With right. Small potatoes. And, and Plus, we had all those idiots in our way all the time. Remember that Fat Joe that used to hang around and eat all the oh, food? Oh, yeah. Fat Joe. His claim to fame was he was fat and he ate all the free food. Big deal. We got a lot of those people, Chris, right. over the years. But he let me his bong. Like Mo said, there's a lot of fat producers, you know. So you better watch your back, Zach, before you start talking smack about the Jack show. <laughs> now, what did he say the other day when he was all bent out of shape? Zach?
4: Yeah, about Jack. I'm Jax. done with him. Somebody needs to tell him that I'm done with him. But well,
1: you know something, Zach, let me put it to you this way. We like you on this show. I think mm-hmm. he's a good guy. And the sure. audience likes uh, those couple of days he filled in for... Uh... He's
4: a slap-happy-pappy, man. He's yeah. a happy-go-lucky but, guy.
1: But he didn't get along with another great broadcaster. He's been along with Jax. Maybe he ought to look in the mirror I don't think Zach
4: is the problem, no.
1: Oh, I'm just saying. I'm trying to give the other people a benefit of the doubt.
4: I think he's just trying to start something.
1: Yeah, that's right. Just try to stir it up, as Joe likes to say. Joe Rose always. And back on the first team, they said, "Oh, you like to stir it up." Hey, ask next time you see Joe in the hallway. By the way, be sure and ask him how Chippy's doing. Hey, Chippy. One good thing about Joe, he don't have no Chippy on his shoulder, although he should have after having gotten screwed over on this station twice and then gotten screwed over across the street. Well, what day is that Joel Feinberg pulling the plug on that uh, abortion across the street? I don't know. And a week from today is the ratings. Oh, baby, I'm smelling some bonus money, man. I can smell it. Is that what you smell? Mm, either that or Joe, uh, Jolly Joe, just cut another big one. So here's the uh, a little more on it. There'll be, there'll be, it says developing, so there'll be more on this. I mean, all we got to do is say, you know, Kerry's going to endorse Barack Obama this afternoon. You think that's going to have any? Well, it can't hurt. Because Kerry actually won the election in 2004, but didn't have the cajons to uh, challenge the Ohio count, which, of course, everybody knows was totally fraudulent, and a bunch of people went to jail. But nevertheless, Barack Obama has won the presidential endorsement of Senator John Kerry, the Democrat's 2004 nominee who allegedly lost to George W. Bush, our dictator. Kerry, Senator from Massachusetts, plans to announce his support this afternoon at a rally to the College of Charleston said a Democrat familiar with Kerry's decision. The 2004 nominee will argue that Obama can best unite the country and has the potential to, cre- to create transformational change, the person said. The news may come as a surprise to former Senator John Edwards, Kerry's running mate in the ill fated 2004 race. Uh, you Think about it from that angle. Edwards is languishing in third place behind Obama and uh, Swillery, but may do better in southern states, it says, and John Kerry knows that John Edwards don't have a chance. And probably that John Edwards cost him the election because he was such a, a yahoo. If he would have had like a fireball as his running mate, like Jew Lieberman oh, oh, or somebody oh, hey. like that, who dragged Al Gore and made sure that he didn't win. And the media doesn't touch these things, man. With an 80-foot pole, that nobody in the mainstream media ever said one word about uh, all the. Farbison, all of the bigots. They, they, they're talking now about racism when it comes to Alabama, and people that won't vote for him because he's black. But nobody wanted to talk about the fact that a lot of folks didn't vote for Al Gore because his running mate was Oy! Jewish. And not just Jewish, but Orthodox. Farbisson, man. And you know how they're going when they come up against some Farbison a Jew or, uh, or like that, or Muslim. They get really bent out of shape. They start doing a dance in their pants. What I'm wondering with Obama is, if he makes it all the
4: way and he gets elected to president and stuff like that, how long before someone tries to... Uh,
1: now, I,
2: and to didn't I him. mention
1: this the other day? We Let's not start speculating with that, okay? He's got plenty of secret service. He's got plenty of uh, protection there. St- stay inside a lot. That's my suggestion. Of course, everybody with a half a brain has been wondering that, worrying about that and thinking about that. But, uh, you know, he's got lots to see. Although he likes to, uh, you know, touch the flesh. When you're running for president, you've got to go out there and squeeze the babies and squeeze the boobies and whatever he's squeezing, you know. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Right. And then again, if you want that. Okay. Now, where did George disappear from? Uh, I was
4: talking into a uh, off mic. Yeah, he
1: just forgot to put it back on. You know how that goes. In other words, they fixed the uh, b- switch here, but they are fixing it. Yeah, I here. never know
4: when I'm on or not, so every but once in a while I talk into a dead mic. Whatever you were
1: saying, it must have been very important, but we didn't hear it.
4: That's right. It was funny. It was hysterical. It was the best line ever. It was super witty. Yeah. yeah. Governor I Bill what was.
1: Richardson of New Mexico is pulling out of the presidential race after coming in fourth in both New Hampshire and Iowa. He made the decision after returning to New Mexico yesterday, meeting with his top advisers. He's expected to make an announcement today. Bill Richardson's dropping out. And, of course, uh, you wonder now who's going to get his votes. His withdrawal removes a candidate who had a hard-edged message of immediate troop withdrawal from Iraq, but tempered it with humorous TV ads that emphasized his wide-ranging credentials in a clever and effective way. In New Hampshire, he got less than 5% of the vote on Tuesday. But you know something? If Obama would have gotten that uh, less than 5%, he'd have beat her ass. In Iowa last Thursday, he came in with 2% of the caucus vote despite having spent weeks campaigning in the state and flooding the airwaves with a series of commercials that portrayed him as a job seeker in front of a board interviewer unimpressed with his extensive resume. For a while, he was in double-digit territory in Iowa, but that lead diminished as the campaigns of Barack Obama and Swillery gained strength. It's unclear whether Richardson's supporters will gravitate to Mr. Obama or Mrs. Clinton. Mrs. Clinton. Mr. Richardson was the lone Democrat to rise to Mr. Mrs. Clinton's defense as she was seen to be criticized by other candidates in an early Democratic debate. Oh, wah, they're picking on Hillary, they're picking on the woman, all the guys are getting wah. I mean, so childish, we've got this crazy, all these people died in Iraq for no reason. We've got the president and vice president, both of whom ought to be impeached, and we're worried about whether they're picking on Hillary, and did she squirt a few tears. This is the kind of superficial horse crap that the media and the American public gravitate to. And if you don't believe me about that, let me give you one audio piece of pure evidence, okay? There you go. With the directional microphone that ABC didn't want to tell anybody about, so they made him look like a crazy person. That's all they got to do is take one little thing like swillery, squirting a couple of tears, and and show it 80 million times. And by the way, Keith Olbermann, Mr. Uh, Progressive, Mr. Liberal, Mr. Democrat, Mr. Bush basher, you sure didn't do any service yourself by showing it 50,000 times on air. I guess they thought that was going to hurt her. You know, it was going to make her look a little bit uh, too like a weepy woman, you know. And guess what? Surprise! The women liked it. Are you still talking into a dead mic or what? No, I'm right here. The women oh, okay. It. Well, I, I don't know. Uh, then this makes it a little I'll more I'll play some uh, jazz
4: music so that you know that I'm here. How's that?
1: No, I don't want to hear play no jazz music. Play some drum some drums? stuff no, in the background. No, I don't want to hear no bongos. I don't want to hear no jazz music. I don't want to hear no jazz McKay. See ya! See ya, buddy! See ya! He was really something. He had his he whole was. life in a... Uh, he wasn't crazy. just
4: something. He was something else.
1: Yeah. A man who believed he bore the mark of the beast used a circular saw to cut off his own hand. Then he cooked it in the microwave and called 9-11. All right. The man in his mid-20s was calm when Kootenai County Sheriff deputies arrived Saturday.
4: It's pronounced Kootenai.
1: Kootenai. Oh, that's in uh, Idaho. Yes. Kootenai. Uh, well, how the hell would I know that? I've never been to Idaho. Why not? Because who the hell wants to go there in this mm-hmm. northern Idaho town? He was in protective custody in the mental health unit of Kootenai Medical Center. I've been somewhat, it had been somewhat cooked by the time the deputy arrived, said Captain, <laughs> well, wait a minute, said Captain Ben Wolfinger. <laughs> he put a tourniquet or on his arm before so he didn't bleed. it. kind of mental illness is just sad. It wasn't immediately clear whether the man's got a history of mental illness. He ought to be in radio. Or at least he ought to be working with Jolly Joe.
6: I knew a guy Hospital named Lisa
1: Johnson wouldn't say whether the attempt was made to reattach the hand, citing patient confidentiality. The book of Revelation in the New Testament contains a passage of which an angel is quoted as saying, if anyone worships the beast and his image and receives his mark on the forehead or on the hand, he too will drink the wine of God's fury. I never drink wine. The book of Matthew also contains the passage, and if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. It's better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to go to hell. Wolfinger said he didn't know which hand was amputated. Wolfinger. I see. Oh, my God. I wonder if it was an old, or a cold finger. Or a bad finger. 11.55 on the poll, man. The votes are pouring in on the poll about polls. And I think Brandon had a good idea for a poll. What's your best? What? And these are two polls actually with the best type of poll Neil takes and the worst ones. Like movies, TV, politics, celebrities, music, food, mm-hmm. South Florida, radio, sports, uh, all of these sort of things.
3: The biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers, sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports
2: leader. Ricky
7: blow. low.
3: shot me up Roy's last night. Rackham. 30 cc's in my left cheek wreck them And it's gonna keep me on, on a winning streak <laughs> My muscles full so much Can't get enough I've got a child. Time.
1: you say angry and a liar and uh, head bigger than some of the planets, uh, that's Roger. Roger the Dodger. The rocket. It's the rocket, yeah. The pocket rocket and the rocket and uh, stick it in your socket. 10.33 at 5.60 WQAM. Gail Collins in the New York Times got a really great op-ed piece. It's called Hillary's Free Pass. I think you'll like it. All right. Whatever your politics, people, you have to admit this is one great presidential race. What next? Fred Thompson takes Florida on a sympathy vote from retirees. They like a leader who's really, really rested. John Edwards finds a new emotion for South Carolina. Anger is so cold weather. I don't think anyone can top Mike Revell's speech to the New Hampshire high school students when he told them to avoid alcohol and stick with marijuana. But really, we're ready for anything. If you're a fan of democracy, Hillary Clinton's primary victory this week has to be a good thing. You don't want the whole election decided on the basis of a strange ritual in Iowa that resembles a Red Rover with votes, along with a considered opinion of a small state full of idiosyncratic New Englanders. We want a turn. South Dakota wants a turn. The Democratic contest is extremely unusual for an American election in that it contains more than one viable option. Barack Obama turns out to have a positive genius for making moderation sound exciting and is perhaps the only politician in American history who can get a crowd all worked up with a call to politeness. We can disagree without being disagreeable, he said in his New Hampshire farewell, drawing a roar of approval. In a country where the sprawls go to the loudest shrieker, this is absolutely revolutionary and very important. Most Americans want a moderate government, but nobody's ever before been able to make moderate seem interesting, let alone sexy. Remember Joseph Lieberman? On the other side, there's the new Hillary Clinton, who bears a distinct resemblance to the old Hillary Clinton. Over the last week, I listened to you, and in the process, I found my own voice, she told her victory party Tuesday night. She then went on to give an extremely boring speech that began, this campaign is about people. Clinton actually seems most genuine when she's being dull. She's gone back to talking about policy with voters. That's just the way she saved her first Senate campaign by disappearing into the depths of upstate New York for an endless listening tour that drove reporters mad with tedium, but seemed to make the citizens very happy. Finding common ground and working to make change has been the cause of my life, she told a Hampton, New Hampshire uh, crowd lifting Obama's theme. She's a shameless borrower of other candidates' good stuff. She even cribbed Barack's signature fired up line on occasion, and it's probably only a matter of time before she announces the sudden discovery of long-lost Kenyan relatives. But when she started answering questions, she got very Hillary talking about carbon neutrality and HMO payments and procurement reform, ticking off her five-point plans and three-part explanations. The large crowd, which had been standing in a high school gym for nearly two hours before she arrived, seemed to enjoy it. Her bond with the people isn't a passionate one, but when it works, it's a genuine connection that starts with the belief that she will work really, really hard on their behalf. Everybody's going to have a story about why the gender gap erupted in New Hampshire, why female voters rallied to Hillary's side after the horrendous week when she lost Iowa, was cornered in the weekend debate, told that she was unlikable on national TV, and then teared up when a sympathetic voter asked her how she held up under it all. Do women Obama's age look at him and see the popular boy who never talked to them in high school? Do they relate to Clinton's strategy of constantly reminding her audience that she's been working for reform for 35 years? Barack's not going to be able to top that unless he can prove he was an agent of change in elementary school. My own favorite theory is that this week Hillary was a stand-in for every woman who's overdosed on multitasking. They grabbed at the opportunity to have kids, go back to school, start a business, become a lawyer. But there are days when they can't meet everybody's needs and the men in their lives, loved ones and otherwise, make them feel like failures or towers of self-involvement. Clinton's failed attempt to suck it up hit home. The women whose heart went out to Hillary knew that it wasn't rational. She asked for this race, and if she was exhausted, the other candidates were too. John McCain is 71 and tired, and nobody felt sorry for him. The frontrunner always gets ganged up on in debates. If her campaign was in shambles, it was her job to fix it or take the consequences. But for one moment, women knew just how Hillary felt, and they gave her a sympathy vote. It wasn't a long-term commitment, just a brief strike by the sisters against their overscheduled world. Or it just could have been a better get-out-the-vote operation. That's what Gail uh, Collins says in the in New York Times. That's her take. Everybody's got a take, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like everybody's got to take a joyce, and some of us have to take uh, have to rejoice. Like this morning, that was outstanding. Oh, don't do that now! Don't click that thing on there, Neil. You're not going to uh, 1171 on the poll about polls, and overwhelmingly they like them. Okay, except for just a few malcontents who don't like anything. WQAM, hello.
8: Two things: quit reading me. Mm-hmm.
5: WQAM, hello. I'm so proud of all the penises you've put in your body.
1: WQAM, hello.
5: Hey Neil, how you doing? Okay, sir. I'll give you my take on Hillary. Yeah. I don't. I don't think she realizes a lot of people out here that are just they can't stand the thought of like Bush, Clinton, Bush, Clinton. The two families controlled the country for thirty-five right, years. Right. That's correct. Mhm. And I think she's underestimating that. And if she supposedly worked for reform for thirty-five years, things are getting worse and worse. So where's the reform? Yeah. You know, is no, it so just,
1: just another establishment shill?
5: You know, I, just you were talking about radio earlier. I remember about, I oh yeah, about. I remember that. When I was growing up in Connecticut, I used to listen to the Penguin games on KDKA at night. Right. And I used to listen to WoWo. They used to the Fort Wayne Comets from mm-hmm. Connecticut. That's and they used right. to come in clear as a bell. That is right. Those were the days, you know. 1190. Yep. Yeah, I loved it. Robbie Irons was the goaltender, I remember. We well, okay. About. Have a great right day.
1: <laughs> oh, the yes. goaltender for the Fort Wayne Comets. All right. Woo! Now we're getting really sports intensive. Clarence is going to be pleased with that. Of course, if he ever shows up again, now to get his uh, issues at home resolved. I, I guess he's is he here. here today. Yeah, he's Oh, he is there. Well, that's good because you know we can't continue without Clarence around. WQAN, hello. I'm here. WQAM, hello.
5: To
1: do W-Q-A-M, hello. Uh, speaking of
5: Fort
1: Wayne, Indiana. Mm-hmm. WQAM, hello. <laughs> 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 you know, the best part of it, that was a real call. I know. WQAM, hello. QAM. WQAM, hello.
8: It's the voting machine, stupid.
1: WQAM, hello.
5: No, it puts Obama. It's
1: WQAM, hello.
5: Peter Brown, sports hole.
1: <laughs> okay, now you notice it's almost like a lineup. It's like mm-hmm. a, you see at the... Sure. Uh, during these primaries, right. where everybody's lined up to meet the candidates right. and meet and greet, and yeah, we, we the got them lined guys, up, right. this is this is great, like an assembly line of crazy people. Excellent, I like it. Eleven seventy-five. I like it today. You know, maybe tomorrow I won't like it. In fact, that's something you probably should ask. Like it? Eleven seventy-five on the poll. What's your take on the polls? I enjoy them. Five hundred sixty-nine. Almost half the audience enjoys them. They're okay, 363. There's another 30% right there. About 30, man. So that's almost 80%. Who cares, 164? Another 14%. But... Get rid of them 62 and I hate them 27. How can you hate the poll and like the caller said? How can you hate them and be voting on them? That's the most interesting part. It's like people don't hate the show, but guess what? They're
9: listening.
3: They got to turn up real loud, man. They're listening.
8: Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader
9: decriminalize pot in Florida.
8: Your sports co weirdo homo headquarters where sports is the only thing that matters.
3: Yes, where sports matters more than anything in life. Sports means more to us than the health of our children. Most of us are gay, so we don't have any children. Even our lovers and friends, those of us lucky enough to have any. Sports matters
2: more than they do. Our sports matters management, who says we're heading in the right direction, just like Captain Smith said on a Titanic, indifferently presents. Another train wreck of unarable garbage. The J- 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 Jason J- 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 Jennifer Sheila Jackson, Jackson, Jackson Lee Show.
8: Oh, you could call me Jackson, or you could call me Jason, but kid J- doesn't have the call me JJ.
3: K- right here
8: in
2: Miami. Welcome to my
3: It's so Right here in Miami. Yes!
2: The Jason Jennifer Sheila Jackson Lee
8: Show. Welcome to Jason, Jason Jackson Lee Show. Uh, what show we got for you? Uh, you give us a, a call at uh, W4A like, 560. Uh, oh, oh we've been taking a lot of heat for those little drums. Uh, and speaking of heat, uh, a, little, a little bit we'll be uh, talking about a little bit about the, the heat. Jack- uh, a little bit of a segue there. Jack. Not fancy. I'm learning. Yeah. Uh, for some people, it takes over 30 years to get it down, but when I look up from the program director's waist, I could tell by the smile on his face. that uh, yeah. I got this time slot. Uh, anyways, uh, in a little bit, uh, we'll be joined by self-proclaimed superstar sports writers Manasseh Skolnick. Hi! Evan Cohen. Oi. And, uh, Dolphin Team Rabbi, Shecky Mermelstein. Oh, uh, We'll get back to, I guess, in just a little bit after we figure out how to make an entry on this uh, piece of paper. What is this called? A what? Call oh, uh, a log. It, it is a time of my, my best gun. I guess it's for the commercials. Time of commercials. A, I mean, a, a, a break? Break, yeah.
1: Yeah, Yeah, they're going to be dropping some big logs on that show. Make no mistake about it. 10:47. speaking of dropping logs. Yes, and they must ensure... Oh, there he is. There's your fearless leader with that same deer in the headlights look on his ugly puss. Oh, my God. Like, oh, he, he was just over there in the Middle East talking up a bunch of crap. There's going to be peace in our hand. That's what Kissinger told us. Peace in our hand. Speaking of logs. Guess who died? Who died? Somebody we never heard of. I never did. Johnny Grant... Who? The Avuncular Honorary Excuse Mayor of me? Hollywood. traveled Travel <laughs> the world as What did you say? Avuncular. Travel the world as
4: Tinseltown's Wait a minute. One, uh, I said you it right, just, though. You can't just go past. I've never heard that word in my life. Yes, you have. I have heard a few. I've never heard that one. What the hell does that mean?
1: It's just like a... What? Don't, you don't even know. Avuncular. It's just a word for a goofball. Yeah, That's yeah. A, like a you munch- don't know.
4: i got to look it oh, up you now. Google it. I am.
1: Mean, i yeah. look it up. A V U N C U L A R. Avuncular. At least I know how to say it, as opposed to harbinger. Right. Actually, the only reason I mispronounced that word is because there was another word. That was Maureen and oh. sticking me with words. There was another word, like, three words later that she had in there that I was petrified. You I was gonna... were so, so
4: I... off. See, I didn't have a clue, and neither do you. At least I admit it. Of or relating to an uncle. Yeah. Suggestive of an uncle, especially in kindness or
1: geniality. Yeah, like I said. Like yeah, I yeah. backslapper, Like, Jolly Joe, like that, only not a... Not a backstabber. A backslapper, not a stabber. Johnny Grant, the evocular honorary mayor of Hollywood, who traveled the world as Tinseltown's number one cheerleader for more than a half century, died. He was 84. And then, of course, we're supposed to play... He died? Yeah. Grant died just before 7 o'clock last night, apparently of natural causes, said Officer Jason Lee. Grant was found dead on a bed in the Hollywood Roosevelt Hotel. Dead on a bed, he said. And his face was kind of... Yeah, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Pale. killer. Grant, now where did that come from? killer. Is that one of those talking dictionary things? You, you know, know it. How to, huh? Yeah. Wow. No, seriously, what is that from?
4: killer It's from, it's from well, Merriam-Webster pronunciation online.
1: I didn't know you could do that. That's really fancy. killer. Okay, that's enough. Don't keep saying that. It might be something dirty for all we <laughs> know. What would you say? <laughs> Grant was perhaps known as Evuncular. the Jolly Host a Long Story, more than... 500 celebrities he inducted in the Hollywood Hawk of, uh, Hawk of Fame. <laughs> he has his own star at 6915 Hollywood Boulevard. The lifelong bachelor lived in a 4 floor uh-huh. suite at the Hollywood Roosevelt Hotel. Grant's mission in life was bringing the Tinseltown story to everybody. He hosted red carpet Oscar arrivals at the Walk of Fame festivities, appeared in bit parts in movies, and produced Hollywood's annual Christmas Parade. I feel I've been the luckiest guy in the world. He often said it's been a pretty good ride. Oh, Anna Martinez Holler. A spokesman for the Hollywood Chamber of Commerce who worked with Grant for 20 years said he had several recent health problems, including a broken bone in his back. I had lunch with him today. We had omelets together, and he said he wasn't feeling good. Now, we had omelets together. What kind of a moron has to tell us what they had for lunch, okay? Mm -hmm. I saw him walk away after lunch, and that was the last time I saw him. Hollywood won't be the same without him. Oh, this goes on forever. He did radio interviews in the lobby of Ciro's on Sunset Boulevard. He did Lucky Strike Cigarette commercials on the Jack Benny Show on radio. Interviews at the Ham and Edgar Restaurant corner of Hollywood Boulevard and Vine Street. In 51, he made his first overseas trip to entertain the troops. He also worked for Gene Autry at radio station KNPC As host of the Freeway Club from 51 to 59 and the Spigot Club, become hmm? one of the nation's first DJs to mix regular traffic reports between playing records and interviewing celebrities. Wow. He was Honorary Mayor of Hollywood. He was this, he was that, and uh, he's dead. His biggest flub, according to him, was when he introduced Joan Rivers to the cheering crowd. By She was inducted into the Hollywood a Walk of Fame, and he introduced her by saying, Here she is, Miss Joan Collins. Rivers shook it off, telling the host she had been called much worse. During his 84th birthday last May, Grant said all of his accomplishments in Hollywood was most proud of three things, the Hollywood sign, the Walk of Fame, and the Hollywood postmark. We're not supposed to have one because we're not our own city, he said, but I got it. He got a Hollywood... Isn't that exciting? Nah. Mm-hmm. Now he's dead. Well, so do we, have to, to boring, do we yeah. have to call you Avuncular Neil? I beg your pardon? We have to call you Avuncular Neil Avuncular Neil, yeah. Instead that's
4: of me. Uncle Neil. It comes from the word WQAM, Avunculus. hello. How do you like I that? Pick
1: up, I pick up toilet paper off restroom of floors. WQAM, hello. <phone rings> QAM, hello. Ileana gracing the Neil Rogers show. Even she calls in every once in a while. To tell us about her good uh, friend, Jose Consuco,
6: <laughs> Raffi, Raffi Palmero, <laughs> All
1: those other guys who lie to Congress. But she's very proud of them because they're Cuban. You know, if Cubans do steroids, it's okay. According to Ileana, you know. We want Iliana We want Ileana. Back. We want I'm not that she's a one-note Johnny. She's just a one-note uh, Ileana. I wonder if her husband's face still looks like that. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the Verizon Singular Wireless line. WQAM, Hello.
9: Yeah, Hello. Hello. You're not a bunker, but you definitely are casuistic. Yeah. Big words, baby. I like those Jewish words you say. Say some of them for me
1: today. Hoist. Yeah, do it. <laughs> <laughs> WQAM. Hello. That wasn't that wasn't saying a Jewish word. That was a directive, okay? Which I don't think he understood. That that was a direct. That was a suggestion. These are going to be good today, man. Look at look at the enthusiasm of this I audience. Not that there's anybody with anything to say, but we don't expect that anymore. That's been years. Since we expected that. Mm-hmm. But it's been quite a while since we've seen an outpouring. I I, I just barely even ever gave the number. Am I right? Yep. We got them lined up like on an assembly line. Like, oh, we'll those see. Remember those people see have on uh, speed dial. What cookies? are you talking Was it cookies or candy that was on the conveyor belt? Well, it was bonbons? That's right. And she and Ethel were just shoveling them down That's their right. puss. WQAM, hello.
5: Raul Martinez, God.
1: Oh, that must have been Humper doing a voice. WQAM, Hello. QAM, hola. Johnny, hola.
5: Hi there, Neil.
1: Yeah.
5: Yeah, you know, I have a, a question for you and George also. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. The first one is, do you run now, let me ask you a
1: question. Let me ask you a question. How long have you been working on this phony voice?
5: I. This is my real voice. I have a, no a hair lip. Yeah. No chance. No chance. You, like you sound
1: like Reverend Jones with a hair lip.
5: George, uh, thank you.
1: Like I said, WQAM, yeah. hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir.
5: How you doing? I'm listening you. to your radio show now. I always do uh, all my day off. i got to tell you, I think a thousand percent right. If the, if the world wasn't ready to give uh, a Jew a chance at a vice presidency, then I don't think they're going to give the black a chance. And I kind of think that the Republicans are pushing more than anybody else for Obama.
1: Oh, those Republicans it, like John
5: Kerry, you mean? Well, because if, if, if Obama should become... Let me, let me the, know one
1: uh, Republican, one famous Republican who's endorsing Barack Obama. Can you name me one?
5: No, all I'm saying is that the Republican people are pushing for Obama to get No, The Republicans want
1: Hillary desperately because they know that she couldn't win a fixed race, okay? <laughs> That's what they want. They're not pushing Obama. Right. They're pushing Swillery right. Right, right into your face. They want her desperately. They're, they're every Republican's wildest wet dream is Swillery, man. Because that would be the one opportunity the Democrats really have to snare defeat from the jaws of victory, which they've done so many times over and over again. Just like losing to W on that fixed election in two thousand after eight years of prosperity and everybody was happy and nobody cared about Monica or the blue dress or any of that other crap and uh oh no. No when people aren't happy. We want change. No, they want change back then. Now they want change because they can't stand another day of this fascist regime we got in there, man. These Nazi these neo cons. Neo Nazis is what they are, not neo cons. It's a neo con job. But they're neo-Nazis. And I told you that a long time ago. And everybody, oh, that Neil, he's so over the top. He's so uh, pettijuiced, you know. 1190 on the pool. 1190s, is W-O-W-O in Fort Wayne comments. What was the name of that goalie, by the way, George? What do you say? Now, huh? even, even for me, that was just beyond, that was unacceptable. By the way, how'd the Leafs do last night? <laughs> Anybody have any idea? They played out on the west coast of Anaheim. They were losing one nothing when I went to bed. And I'm sure they must have lost that game. Let me take a look here on my uh, NHL Center Rice channel. Oh, look at that. Anaheim 5, Toronto... Oh! Oh, boy. When are we going to start seeing the heads roll there in that organization? They really suck. Anaheim 5 and Toronto... Oh. oh! the big O. Nothing. Sounds like a loss to me, George. Even George knows that ain't good when the other team has got five and you got nothing. Yeah, but I still don't care. And he still couldn't give a crap last.
3: I, I do. His name. I the do, and I'm pretty pissed off. I about Rogers. Sports Radio 560
10: QAM. Name. I'm giving more. Up. Leader. This is the Neil Rogers Show. Oh, 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 oh. This is your brain. Oh,
8: Recto. Oh, oh,
10: oh. Any questions?
8: Three down, south, where the mud ones go? To hang from trees and play banjo. You got some who own a station on Newfangled Radio. Now as North... Carolina goes Raleigh's a big city, you know And that's where the Beasleys had to go For Jolly Riley Joe
6: <laughs> a, von killer.
8: a new GM He'll do what he can Shake your hand like a friend Then quickly walk away They had Joe Go to five six oh with ratings and the toilet bowl to get those flaming sport homos in order and control. And then so jolly, rolly, Joe, of killers, of killers.
1: There you go. Oh. Okay, so all right. <laughs> Russell and Coco, thank. You. He's a good guy. He's That's a right. chronic regular listener and a good factor, and uh, we don't mind chronics like that. You know, some chronics so we could do with. No, that was good, you know. useful information that slipped right by. Yeah, Avuncular. I mean, the f- when you tell me that you've never heard that word before, I'm just well. Uh, it leaves me kind of limp. I hadn't. Uh, obviously, I had. Yes, you have. Never, you played it that. It never bit? sunk in. It never stunk in. No. How about it, Jolly Joe? Did he ever stink in?
6: Avuncular. Does he ever stink? I don't know. I imagine Don't he get does.
1: Twelve oh nine on the poll, by the way. Uh, Chris ought to be just jumping for joy. Thank you, Eric, by the way. Eric is working on a technical problem that we have, which has got nothing to do with the show directly, but nevertheless, he's working feverishly. He's the man, Eric. Isn't that great? Is am I correct? Is he 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 is
4: the man? A man. He's quite a man. Really? He's a big man. <laughs>
1: Oh no! I mean, he's doing something good, and you're picking on him. You what? are just
3: oh, oh. you're saying what he's did I fat say? is
1: what you're saying. That's what you just said. Why would you get that from that? Big and fat, because that's where you're uh, you're steering in that direction. There's a lot of fat producers. You he's know, he's tall. Yeah, and fat. Okay. And he's the man. He's great. He's uh, he really uh, does a lot of stuff for us and for the show, and he doesn't expect uh, money for it. He doesn't call me.
6: You know what else <laughs> he is, huh?
1: You know what else he is. What? Mirror a one killer. Oh, I'm sure of that. He's very uh, uncle (laughs) WQAM, hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir.
9: Uh, I thought it was so interesting last night the way the Clinton apologists were, oh, it had nothing to do about race whatsoever, this woman on Chris Matthews. She said, oh, the reason, because he had posed the question, how could the polls be that off? And Mm -hmm. she said, well... She said uh, they didn't poll at the end after Hillary's cry. There was no polling done, and Chris Matthews oh, said that,
1: that's totally incorrect. By the
6: way, well, no, Chris know.
9: Matthews. Well, but Chris Matthews said this. He said, "Now wait a minute." He said the exit polling. This is after the right. people voted. Mm-hmm. He said had Obama winning big, yeah. so it was obvious that they lied. And then she said, "Well, why didn't that happen in Iowa?" Well, that's obvious because people yeah, because have, they to, have stand to stand up and, up and say and the,
1: who? their neighbors can see them. You can't lie about your vote right. in Iowa.
9: Right. Right. So, it obviously. Oh, and the posters were so bad, but yet they had the Republican thing down to the percentage.
1: Uh, uh, exactly, uh, to a science, to a T. Yeah. Was, well, maybe some of the m- machines actually were fixed. Who the hell
6: knows? I don't know.
9: Well, but like I say, they had it right there. It, it was obvious. It was, it was a race thing, and they they weren't. Uh, they got in that voting booth, and they it had. Nothing to do with a lot of Obama that went out, for uh, Hillary. And
1: when they was much more socially acceptable to say they voted for Obama than for Hillary, because if they would have said Hillary, uh, whoever was doing the interviewing would have said, is there something wrong with you? Can we give you some assistance, you know, like that?
9: Right, and the thing is, if it... If it's racial, well then that takes away from Hillary. She just got the votes because of that, not because of her great uh, campaigning. Well,
1: just wait until we get to South Carolina, man. When there's a lot of dark folks around, then you're going to see going to be a whole different story.
9: Oh, you better believe
1: it. I believe it. Okay, have a great day, pal. There was a real call. How do you like that? Wow, well, though, we did mention Chris Matthews in politics. That's politics. All right. Doesn't Chris Matthews talk a lot about politics? Yeah. And out of both sides of his mouth? And he yells. Can't stand Chris Matthews. And he won't let anybody say a damn thing, man. When he was on election night, it was just nauseating. And like I said, they had uh, Katrina Vanden Heuvel on there, and he kissed her ass. The wonderful, the amazing Katrina Vanden Heuvel, the editor of the nation. Wow. And, you know, and that was fine. He introduced her all great, and then he wouldn't let her say a damn thing. It was kind of like that bit with uh, Carolyn, you know. But Thanks, that, toots. That. Yep. Thanks, toots. Like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh.
4: those are the days
1: I think I think you just came up with the, what we need what's lacking on the jerk show man is a few drum rolls a rim shot WDQ a Rimmer shot QAM hello a rim hey.
6: killer Ah, uh, rim killer yeah yeah WQAM. hello Sonic commercial suck all of them
1: WDQAM hello
5: hey, Yeah.
1: guys
5: you've got a table people at work Hello? Say what? What language what? you speaking? You talk about people that look at your face? Yeah. Do you, uh, can you help them with diet?
1: Can I help them with what?
5: A diet?
1: Yeah, I got a diet for you, okay? Lead, the lead diet. WQAM, hello.
5: Good morning, Neil. How are you today? Okay, sir. Uh, I was listening to the uh, Sid Rosenberg show. He mentioned to you this morning, saying that his, that his ratings were getting close to yours.
1: No, not true.
5: Is that is that a possibility?
10: I he lies a lot. That.
1: No, it's just like when they had that big bogus uh, month there, and the, oh, I got more listeners than Neil Rogers. Then when the month dropped off, all of a sudden he stopped talking about that. He he just blows a lot of smoke. And while you're listening to him, I have no idea. Is it fact? I
5: wasn't. Well, it was like I was flipping. Oh, you was, weren't. You was, weren't listening. Yeah, yeah. But
1: you did. In other words, he's the words Collins came with over your there. pop-up toaster. Get out of here! I wasn't listening. Yeah. But I just heard it through the grapevine. Uh-huh. Get out of here! Another radio accident. I hope you and Sid have a great life together. Okay, get in the back. Get in the trunk because he you can elope to New York. Because I guarantee you, it won't be long before, in the middle of the night, he gets inspired, hops in his car, whatever he's driving, and heads back to New York to like, try to suck up to Imus again. Just a matter of time. He wants back up there, baby. He don't want to be in uh, this horseball market, and who the hell can blame him? 12-12 on the poll, by the way. We are going to do a big number today. In fact, I may do a big number again during the show. Really? Be, yeah, I'm warning you. I may be rejoicing over and over again for the holiday. Wow. Rejoice. Everybody Lord rejoice and rejoice. I say rejoice. Yeah, like that. Uh-huh. WQAM. hello. Hey,
5: Neil. Yeah. Uh, is Norma still doing negotiations with... 560?
1: With 560? No, there's, there's no negotiations with 560. What do you mean so, by that? So, I mean... Like, she, like there's a chance I'm going to stay here with these people? No. When somebody says, we don't want you around, uh, I say, okay, we'll see you. We'll work on something else. Okay.
5: And is she trying to get something else somewhere out there?
1: Uh, let, let me ask you a question. Why are you like, uh well, what do you think I'm doing? I'm just sitting here waiting for the, the clock to tick until I run out of cash. Is that the end? Of course, of course we're working on other things. Uh, but. Are you she, writing a book or something?
0: Oh, it, You is, a want to date
1: with Norma? Is she this? Is she that? Is she uh, old and ugly? Yes.
0: Like me? She, I mean, you always complain about her. Is, is, yeah. Is, is, do you think, um,
5: think she'll do you justice?
1: Do I, do I think chickens will ever pee? I honestly don't know. What do you think? What do you think?
5: I I think that you're probably better off trying to hire another agent, and I would love to render my
1: services. No, thanks. Oh, my. God! I bet you would love to render your services, which I don't think have anything to do with being an agent. Maybe a secret agent. You know what I mean by that? There's uh, Richardson. Bill Richardson dropped out. Just count him out. And John Kerry's endorsing Obama this afternoon. In case you were sleeping in late this morning, John Kerry's going to make the big announcement. He's backing Barack Obama. And those unions in Vegas yesterday, uh, including the big one, the Culinary Workers, they're endorsing Obama. So uh, you know, she can she can squeak out her win in, in gritty New Hampshire. Gritty rhymes with Schmitty. I mean, New Hampshire. It's just geography, okay? And they're talking about well, it's right, uh, you know, right there in Mitt Romney's own backyard. And yeah, by the way, he's also got service. Where's that? Oh, yeah. Here's the story on Mitt Romney. He's decided to pull his ads from South Carolina and Florida, a side of trouble for a campaign that badly needs a win. Romney had been hoping to challenge John McCain and Mike Huckleberry in South Carolina and Rudy Giuliani in Florida, where the former New York mayor has been spending time and money eating a lot of deli and a lot of uh, maybe anoches. We feel the best strategy is to focus our paid messaging in Michigan, Romney spokesman Kevin Madden said yesterday. The decision comes on the heels of back-to-hack-backs. This in second place finishes in Iowa and New Hampshire for the former Massachusetts governor. Romney, a multimillionaire, had used lots of his own cash and invested heavily in both states, counting on the two to give him the momentum toward the nomination. He wanted the big mo. Do, 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 but... He had been spending about 280 grand a week in South Carolina, spent $3 million there last year, and Florida had been spending 160 grand a week, and had spent $2.5 in 2007, but he's yanking it now. He's yanking the um, ads from South Carolina and Florida. And he promises to carry on to Michigan, which votes January 15, as well as Nevada and South Carolina, which vote January 19. Florida, January 29. You didn't correct me when I made that mistake yesterday about being on Super Tuesday, February 5th. No, they moved up, which is what got everybody all wigged out, you know moved it up to the twenty nine. Speaking of getting all wigged out. The point of departure for permanent status negotiations. Oh. <laughs> this is a man who cannot speak. He cannot speak the English language. He's he's not just inarticulate. He's like a borderline illiterate. And he's your president. What does that say about America? A? B and C? Mm-hmm. Twelve eighteen in the poll, I'm pretty thrilled for that. Chris ought to be just Jumping for joy! Plus, you got that food coming from Joy the Baker. Mm-hmm. Not soon enough. I'm hollushing over here. We'll be there any minute. And this week's Neil deal is coming up in less than an hour. Joy the Baker in Pembroke Pines. god
0: do Don't take.
1: Budget meeting. It's 1117 at 560 WQM. Happy Thursday to you. Boy, it's going to be a big day next Thursday, you know. In fact, get ready right now. Get the candles and the rockets and the balloons. Party yeah.
6: favors. woo Wait, yeah, party you know, favors. Hold oh,
1: Big party next week. Right, like that. That's right. Look at this phone. We're trying to take 40,000 calls on the show today, and right now it's like dead as a doornail. They've been lined up pretty good today, though. Maybe we talked to all of them already. Mm-hmm. At least three or four times. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Five six seven O oh, five sixty <laughs> Like I said yesterday, you just I don't know, something's happened to you. Uh, yeah, a lot of things have happened to me. Incredible transformation. Sure. Well I mean, some of it for the better and some of it I'm not so sure yet. Yeah, well. Maybe you'll feel better when we get back like I on a real radio station and radio. That will help. That will certainly improve my sure. altitude about the whole thing, about life. And I kind of just called a minute ago.
5: Is Norma doing this and Norma doing that? And I would
1: like to be your agent. And I went, Yeah, right. Get, get out of my face. Get out of my life. Go find a life of your own, okay? I have no life. You line. idiot. All these yentas out there, everybody's a yenta. Everybody's a program director. Everybody's a yenta. Everybody's an expert on somebody else's life. Their own life, they can't find one, you know. I have no life. But line. everybody else's life, they're an expert on. There's a YIT, man. Yenta in training. He's another one of these yes. guys going to be opening up his neighbor's mail. That's going to be his his hobby when he gets in the condo. You'll see. WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir.
5: I've got a Mark Jacobson update for you. Yeah. You asked last week where he is. Is he alive? He's alive. He's got a, oh. he's got a billboard. It's got to be 30 feet tall of his uh, silhouette up on uh, Route 40 at, uh, in the uh, Raleigh Durham area. He must uh, he must have a, a couple billboard cards for what? What's that? Bil-
1: a billboard for what?
5: Uh, car dealerships. He's got a couple dealerships up there. Well, good for him. So he's bounced back nicely.
1: Well, good. A- excellent. He was always nice to me. I mean, yeah. he did force me to go on that stupid show a couple of times, but he was always a good guy. To me.
5: <laughs> I played golf with him a couple of times when he was down here. He was a good guy. Yeah, he was. And one other thing. On a poll, people like me that have listened to y'all back to the Wednesdays, mm-hmm. what would be really enjoyable if, if, uh, what, if something like, what was your most enjoyable, Neil? error or whatever you have. Like, uh, I I just, when you were doing battle with the uh, guy from Looch, that was my, one of my favorite all-time deal deals. Mm-hmm. And also, the dying guy, all day long, I never stopped laughing when he was on. But the I, dying the guy? Said, but, yeah, I'm dying over here.
6: Oh.
0: But, I'm
2: dying
5: over here. Well, he, is.
1: he did die. He's dead.
5: I know, but I laughed every time. He stayed there all four hours. And I just I'm kept dying laughing. dying over here.
1: Okay, have a great day, Pally. To do that, goodbye. Okay, get some help. WQAM, hello. So this is on her medication. Oh, now now he's got the girlfriend on there on the phone with a with her sock over the phone. She got a sock over it and a phone too. And what kind of an imbecile must she be, huh? Just like him. What 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 is what is the situation in that place in that house? In oh, that... you
4: don't want to know. Sometimes you see those on the news. You know, sometimes the cops show up. You know, the house of filth. Yeah. People with bed sores, with things like that. Cats and, yeah, uh, yeah, crap on the floor. All the place. Manure. Yeah. Right, just dishes piled up in the Dewey. sink.
6: Mm-hmm.
5: Hmm. Right. W. Cock, w- Hello. Good, good morning, Neil. Yes, sir. You know what seems to amaze me? That, I know you guys get a lot of chronics, but you know what's the worst is the sports show chronics. Steve, yeah. the guy from the boar's head, Stormcat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. These know, guys. Right? I mean, some of you guys are might be entertaining, but these guys, they, they really have no life. You know, I'm on the road 10 hours a day, and I, if I could try to call twice a day, I feel i feel like I have no life sometimes.
10: Twice but, a uh,
5: day? I mean, even, I call once on the blue moon, but if if I even try to pick up the phone and call, I'm like, what the hell am I doing?
10: Right, exactly. Get some you help. Know? Pull over to the I, side of the road and get some hey, help.
5: Hey, Neil, uh, one scene from Glenn Gelligler and Ross that compared... Uh, that reminds me of you and Joe Bell the scene where, after Kevin Spacey gets chewed out by Al Pacino, Jack Lemmon comes out of the break room and tells where him Where
8: did you learn your trade?
5: No, he tells the teller, uh, I'm trying to tell you what Ronald was trying to tell you. You don't belong in this business. Mm hmm. Amen. You got that? Play it, buddy.
10: Okay, see ya. Hey. Yeah. Do call yourself a salesman, you son of a bitch.
8: You want to work here? Close!
10: Yeah, close. Do call yourself a salesman, you son of a bitch. What? That coffee down. Go to lunch, George. Go
5: to
3: lunch. Will you go to lunch? Get the chalk. Hey.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Is that the one that's uh, got a thing in it or something? I don't remember. One what? of has got something. Hey, it's got some a thing in it. They're all great. Mm hmm. Will you play it? All right. All a right commentator on U.S. Cable Television's golf channel was suspended for two weeks yesterday by the company. For saying last week that young players who wanted to challenge Tiger Woods should lynch him in a back alley. Did you see the story? Did you see this stupid bitch on the ear? Nope. Oh, yeah. Kelly Tildman was laughing during the exchange Friday with analyst, analyst Nick Faldo at the Mercedes-Benz Championship. And Woods' agent at IMG said he didn't think there was any ill intent. But... The comments became prevalent on news shows yesterday, and American black activist Al Sharpton, there he is again, joined the fray by demanding she be fired immediately. You know, this Al Sharpton, who the hell died and appointed you a head of the human race, you you fat piece of turd? Golf Channel didn't know who'd replace Tildman for the channel's coverage this week at the Sony Open or next week at the Bob Hope Chrysler Classic. There's simply no place on our network for offensive language like this, the Golf Channel said in a statement announcing the suspension. And by the way, anybody who's watching the Golf Channel... Absolutely
2: correct, I have no lies. ...needs help.
1: The suspension ends in time for the Buick Invitational January 24th when Woods will make his 2008 debut. Fowler and Tildman were... Uh, discussing young players who could challenge the world's number one player toward the end of Friday's broadcast at Kapalua, when Faldo suggested that to take Tag around, maybe they should just gang up for a while. Lynch him in a back alley, she replied. While we believe that Kelly's choice of words was inadvertent and she didn't intend them in an offensive manner, words were hurtful and grossly inappropriate, Golf Channel said. Consequently, we've decided to spend her for two weeks, effective immediately if not sooner. Woods and Tillman have known each other for 12 years. She was picked to host a club demonstration with Woods in South Florida when he talked about new products from Nike Golf. She was helping when Mark Steinberg, Woods agent at IMG, said it was an unissue and considered the matter case closed. Tiger and Kelly are friends, and Tiger has a great deal of respect for Kelly Steinberg, said Tuesday night in a statement released by the Golf Channel. Regardless of choice of words used, we know unequivocally there was no will of tenor. Well, so quit making a big Simmons just because every time somebody farts the wrong language, Al Sharpton opens up a big mouth.
10: I
0: want her fired. I want you fired now.
1: I think he ought to be fired from whatever it is he does. Well, I can't read this on the air.
4: No, but...
1: It says, uh, please convince your male audience to distract, tie-up, or anything uh, else to prevent their female counterparts from voting on primary day. If not for those older women voting, Obama would have won New Hampshire in a landslide. Well, not just older, 45-plus if you consider that old. 45-plus she just destroyed, demolished. Maybe your promotion department can work a promo with one of your sponsors to have an extra special early bird special on primary Tuesday for any women who can prove they did not vote. There you go. And then this thing about masturbators in Copenhagen. I can't read that on the air, can I? Why not? Right on the heels of San Francisco and London, Copenhagen is a, to host a masturbatathon in May, which organizers hope will help break lingering taboos about self love. Pia Struck Madsen. That's your name. A sexologist in the Danish capital said her goal was to see men and women from all backgrounds join in an event that promised pleasure, relaxation, and sexual self-discovery. Masturbation is a positive, safe, and erotic alternative, she said ahead of the event on May 31, to take place at a uh, yet-to-be-decided venue with separate rooms for men, women, and those who don't mind mingling. The original Master fund took place, of course, in San Francisco in '98, with participants raising money for good causes. Now, an annual event, it was followed by a similar event in London in July 2006. I wonder if Prince Charlie was there, huh? I bet you he was more <laughs> than happy to give many of the guys a helping. Uh, hand. I see. Hey, Prince Charlie. You fairy. Who the hell is he kidding? That whole royal family, man. 1236 on the Pool About pools. Pretty good, see? I and mean, then you laughed at me. They laughed at me when I suggested I was going to do that poll again. Mm hmm. That's what I was waiting for. QAM, hello. Hello? Yes.
5: Hi. Um uh, this Neil?
1: Yes
10: it is.
5: Uh I just want to say I'm um, happy New Year. I've been listening to you since about eighty seven or eighty eight when I discovered you. Wow. And uh I don't care what station you're on, I'll keep listening. Excellent. And in regards to the uh election uh by Murray in, in New Hampshire, there's a paper ballot up there, so there's uh, no chance of any cheating going on. And each township runs its own election. So you can't have someone like a Catherine Harris going in there and changing things for the state.
10: Or
1: Teresa Laporte with a butterfly ballot.
5: Absolutely. Anyway, that's all I got. Okay, and, have a great uh, New Year. Thank you.
1: Uh-oh, 88 people were on board. This is at the Pearson situation. Air. No, this is in Calgary. U.S. warships. Well, who the hell care, Canada emergency landing, Uh, people seriously, there were some people seriously injured that had to make an emergency landing because of turbulence in Calgary, eh? You think I care about that? No. No. No, No. I mean, why should I care about Calgary? If it was here at Pearson Airport, I'd say, oh, my goodness, what's going on out there, eh? But Calgary, I mean, that's that's strictly for Goyam. I wonder if this thing got fixed here yet that Eric is working feverishly on. No, it did not, but he's working on it. And I appreciate his, uh, you know, don't you? I do. No, you don't.
3: Of course, I do. Course I, do. I do. I do. He was fat. Well, that's a fact. I also said he
2: was
8: sports leader. honey. This is Eyewitness
5: News, and the surviving candidates already very much on the ground and in action in New Hampshire. John McCain wants to nail down his first big victory. I'm very confident we're going to win here in New Hampshire.
10: Senator McCain, what are your views on foreign policy? Ball, 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 ball. Moran?
5: Oh no. I think that's perfectly appropriate.
3: You sound like GW. Well, there is no doubt
1: about that, my friend. 11:32. thirty two. That goes to show you the astuteness of the Republicans. Everybody's talking about the Democratic primary, but the Republican field is so weak, weak that out of desperation they dragged a senile old fart who never met a war that he didn't like, who wants to kill everybody. Doesn't want to torture him, just kill him. That he doesn't like, and uh, they dragged his ass out again. Desperation, man. And Mitt Romney, he's already on the verge of throwing in the towel. Yeah. And Mike Huckleberry, he's uh, sucking up to a cold berry. Now, he thinks that being on that show is going to put him over the top. But right. But the good news is... Yes. Up, 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 the food is
8: there. Yeah. All right. Here with All the baker. Right.
4: Excellent. Got some uh, chicken uh, avuncular here. I mean... Uh, chicken avuncular, right. Franchise, right. Uh, right, uh, franchise, franchise, How do you say it? Frenchaise. And uh, some uh, baked ziti. Mm. Some penny pasta. Wow. Whoa. Some, uh, what do you got? Chicken parmesan.
1: Mmm. All of these things. What a
6: pig. Are you things? talking about Eric oh. being fat? Oh. Eric is Watch
10: working
1: with here. Here. a problem on our end. I had a problem on our end. thing there, but it's not working yet. Still ain't working, Eric. I just thought I'd mention that in case he might be monitoring, you know. Well, that's good. And in less than a half an hour, we'll be putting a Joy the Baker certificates on uh, on the line for you. How it many? We have $150 money. ones at the 25 bucks each. Is that correct? We've got a Gargoule. Oh, we'll start, God, start yeah. talking in Guido talk now, okay? If there's one thing that I, mean, the I mean, that pas- pas- pasilipo, I don't know what that is. Don't you know? <laughs> explain it to you if you want. It's avuncular.
4: Grab a microphone and explain pasilipo over here.
1: It is a very light white wine sauce.
4: There you go. Right. It took all this you know, time. But it's delicious too. I never heard of it. Now we're, we're, you bring any? What an part eat? of Italy did they eat that? No, in? I didn't. no. Hey, what part did of Italy? Speak up. Answer the man.
1: What part of Italy do they eat that in? Lena. Uh, Lean, in. Family's from Lean the into north. that microphone like you're a rock star. My family's from the north. It's called Montella. Oh, my God. Not not near Milano, by any chance? No. Not that far north? No. Good. Milano <laughs> is uh, pretty boring, to be honest with you.
5: Is it? I've never been there.
1: They, and they eat that risotto, man. Instead of using olive oil like they do in the south, they use butter with everything. Oh, man. Yeah. Like a heart attack on a plate in Milano. But, of course, in central and it. southern Italy, it's the best. This is the best. This is really good. Good. Excellent. Well, thank you, guys. And, uh, you know, we'll be uh, doing a good job on those things. I'm sure they're going to go like hotcakes at noon. Katrina Vanden in The Nation says, Reading the signs in New Hampshire. You're going to be reading that story again? You're going to start reading stuff now and I'll take those great calls? Look at that phone, George. They're smoking. Wow. I'll get to Katrina. Mm-hmm. WQAN, hello. Neil. Yes, sir.
5: Yes, sir. Hey, I'm surprised you don't have a clip from Magnolia, the scene where Jason Robards is dying. He's talking about regret.
0: I'm dying Look. over here.
5: Yeah. What an awesome scene, man. I saw that for the first time. Awesome, yeah.
0: Isn't that a great movie?
5: Awesome, awesome. And I can't stand Ileana Leighton.
1: Take care. Okay, see. <laughs> well, two for two there. He can't stand Ileana Rosanna Dana, and he uh, love Mignot, even though George, of course, being the hard-ass that he is,
8: oh, the ending sucks, and I don't know, it's too long. A killer.
4: Yeah, it's I crazy. didn't say it was too long. You keep, uh, you know, lying. Words I don't in my mouth. care
1: what you said. No, you said it wasn't long enough. It
4: should have been No, I didn't, that that I, I, didn't have a I didn't say movie, that either. I didn't say that either. I didn't say that either. I didn't say that either.
1: Yeah,
5: you did. it has no
1: ending. QAN.
5: Neil, I've been listening to this radio station for a long time. I'm so sorry. I know. And I just about had enough about with the programming. And you think they learned your lesson. No, with Kenny Walker and mm-hmm. Kimberly Bojangles.
1: That that was a uh, that was a Johnny Joe Bell invention, by the way. That's me just so, close, so, close so ask a friend. question.
5: So, so now they put the Jason Jerk show on. Jason mm-hmm. Jerk is basically a bona fide substitute teacher on this radio station. He comes in and he fills in. Now we're giving him a two hours every day to talk about what? What does Jason Jerk bring to the table? What does Jack. he know about?
0: Jack. Jack. Yeah, I mean. And seriously, I, mean, I don't just,
1: know. I don't. I don't listen to it, so I have no idea. And, and, and
0: now,
5: and now, and see, look, look at what this station's facing now. They put the Jason Jerk show on. They mm-hmm. put some no-name guy at night. There, there's a realistic chance you're going to be leaving. What are they going to do from ten to tw- ten to two? Who are they going to put on now? Andrew Ashwood.
1: Now, that's an idea, Andrew Ash in the woods. I could tell you some stories about him.
5: I mean, I'm seriously, what? I mean, what are they doing? About? I think what that station needs is a focus group or someone to teach them radio one hundred and one. They, they don't the care the about radio. Don't you understand the that? Before.
1: They don't care about Radio 101 or 102 or 103. All they care about is sports and people that play games and wear jock straps and take showers together. Don't you understand that? If you've been listening a long time, that's all they care about?
5: I, I can tell you that I, I can could, I
1: could see all
5: the Jews are leaving. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean... Uh, Boy, I mean, what do you mean are
1: leaving? and Not leaving, being forced out. They're getting fired. They're getting forced pushed out. out. That's right. Pushed out the door. It's the Holocaust. It's like a Jew jam at the door. That's right. It's the QAM
5: Holocaust. I mean, does anyone understand what's. I mean, doesn't anyone know what's. I mean, no. seriously. Jason. No.
1: Why do you keep repeating the same thing as if I don't know these things?
5: Because you know everything that goes on there.
1: No, I know I do. I don't why know anything that? that goes on there. I haven't been in that building in six years. How the hell do I know what's going on there?
5: How is that guy. Is he there to fill a quarter or something?
1: Okay. <laughs> it was just a matter of time. Yeah, that's right. Twelve forty-eight on your poll. We're going to make fifteen hundred today, maybe. Like I said, fourteen hundred. What I like with uh, thirteen hundred. Right? Right? What are you eating now? Chicken
4: french I'm chicken right. I just housed mine. Mm. But this uh, penny what? pasta with the cavaglolas. What's this dish called, actually? Penny,
1: penny ala vodka? Penny ala vodka.
4: Penny alavaca. Mm. vodka? Oh man. <laughs> yeah. George is got, going to be a little it's got vodka in it. by time
1: we get to noon. Very little. All right. <laughs> WQAM. Hello.
5: Yeah. Why? This QAM, Hola. Is that a tiger?
1: QAM, hello. QAM. Uh, Neil. Yeah.
5: I have, I have a threefold thing. Uh, if one is in Toronto Airport, is there anything to do if I'm held over there for about four hours on my next trip through? Yeah, take a nap. <laughs> well, but, well, what does
1: that mean in Toronto Airport? Is there anything to do? You it? Airport? The, only, the only airport I know where there's something to do is like in Schiphol in Amsterdam. They have a casino. You can go and lose your money.
5: Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Is there a hotel with that something interesting or anything we can go to instead of sitting right around the airport go, go to
1: Woodbine for a couple hours. Get in a cab and go to Woodbine. It's five minutes from the airport.
9: Oh,
5: that's, that's what I was wondering.
9: Is
1: it there far from downtown? About half an hour.
5: Oh, uh, that's so far. Now, here's another very important matter. I've noticed every province I go to in Canada, the soap dishes in the showers, they're shaped like shells, and they have this drain in the middle. When you put your soap in, it drains every time you take a shower. Instead of, like, in a steak, the flat thing, it gets gooey. I got
1: a real good suggestion for you, sir. It's called body wash. That's my suggestion. Don't worry about the soap dish. Sounds like a guy a little bit... I never in my life wow. have anybody obsessed with a soap dish or the shape of it or where you stick it, you know what I mean? Rectum. Wow. I'm always right.
6: Stay there where you are, <laughs> eh? Stay where you are,
1: please. We don't need uh, you here. And by the way, thank you, Mr. President, for those low gas prices and that strong American dollar. <laughs> you butcher, you lunatic. Let me take a look and see how the, so that the S&P guy doesn't call in today. We don't want to hear from him ever again. In fact, there are many people. Oh, boy, look at that. The Dow is down. Well, just 33 point. And the S&P is down almost nine. The S&P is down. It's down, baby. A fool and his money are soon farted. I didn't go to Woodbine yesterday, and if I'm smart, I won't go again today. Mm. Right?
4: Right. I'm eating a garlic roll bigger than my head, by the way.
1: Mm. Oh, here's this strange guy at the fairgrounds.
0: You know, he's a really highly regarded well, runner at one point. Yeah, he'd be strange if you talk like that. I don't know who she is.
1: He's the, I think he's the race caller at the fairgrounds and also with uh, one of the Chicago tracks. He's got a key. He, he speaks with like a, a nasal impediment of some kind. He's a very strange guy. Three, it's the three by three lengths. People look to the
5: two seed because of that combination. Brett Calhoun, Ramsay Zimmerman, sure. coming off a win last night, but for twenty-five thousand dollars. But as you mentioned, Me. the seven horse certainly the class of. Yeah,
1: let's get to the fairgrounds races. Let's carry them all live right here on QAM. What do you say? Okay. Do As it. a gesture to clearance, because we want to be really sports-intensive. So the Leafs got blasted last night at Anaheim, 5 nothing. huh? Sounds like some real serious firings in order today.
3: Let's get with it already. Names. The best talent. This, this is Neil Rogers. Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. Oh, God.
8: It works. It works.
7: Atta boy, Eric. You can Miami has the Dolphins, still the worst football team. The way they played this season made everybody scream. It seems to me that losing has always been their goal. And every game they play in should be called the Super Bowl. And they're the Miami Dolphins. Boy. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins number. How many teams in the league? 32. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins If you're their fan You'll sing the blues The Dolphins had Cam Cameron And one thing that I learned He had the fans all wishing That Nick Saban would return If you think he's a winner Then you have lost your mind The next thing he'll be coaching Is the unemployment line And they're the Miami Dolphins Miami Dolphins Dolphins, Miami Dolphins number. How many teams in the league? 32. Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, there's something you scrape off your shoes. It works. The Dolphins have John Beck, our rookie quarterback. If you think he's the answer, you must be smoking crack. You know they could have gotten someone good like Brady Quinn. The way they waste their draft picks, it's nothing but a sin. And they're the Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins. Number how many teams in the league? Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins. Their talent scouts don't have a clue. The dolphin games are boring when they're on the radio. And every. One was put to sleep by Jimmy Cephalo. When he is calling play by play, it's the same old tune. And just so Mandich had a job on Sunday afternoon, and they're the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins. Number, how many teams in the league? Thirty-two. Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins. I hear the fans begin to snooze. I'm I'm dying. I'm dying of here. Huizinga owns the Dolphins. He's hired Bill Parcells. And I don't have to tell you the way that tuna smells. They say he'll solve their problems. I wish him lots of luck. No matter what he tries to do, the team will always suck. And they're the Miami Dolphins. Oh, right. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins number, oh, what the hell, 32. Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, now they're through. Oh,
8: boy.
10: are just about exactly the same. Other than to say that the ones that come to the stadium obviously have way more money than they probably should. There's
1: that Bob McCall guy and the fan in Toronto, he's a great broadcaster. There aren't too many people I would say that about, but he is. How do you like that? Whatever. For those people who always say, oh, well, you don't like anybody. You're always ripping everybody out. Well, that's not true. When I hear a great broadcaster, I know one, okay, and he's one of them. Not too many. 1,256 vote on the poll. What's your take on the polls? And uh, thank you again, Eric. The, uh, th- everything works, including my, um, uh, what you call it, Outlook Express? All right. So you might want to tell Josh Cordes if you see him. When he finds 600 stories on his uh, computer, probably disregard the ones that are on there like 10 times, because I, I resend all the stuff that wouldn't go out. You know what I mean? What do you mean? I don't know. I'm, I'm just telling you, everything works now. Thank you, Eric. You're the best. We appreciate you so much, so very much. It's a labor of love. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir.
9: Uh, the people that brought in the food today, are they any relationship to the old restaurant called John the Baker?
1: I don't know.
9: Is there anybody there? No.
4: The answer no, is no.
1: they had nothing to do with the John. It's Joey. Never heard of Joey, the guy. Joey's a lot more Italian than John, although You're it might be Johnny.
9: That? I don't know. Uh, Okay, very so Well, I'm going to give it a shot and get on the computer and get a couple of those. Okay,
1: good. Thank you. We actually, wait, we actually bought the store from John about two months ago. So there you go. Oh, okay. So it used to be John the Baker, now it's Joey the Baker. Yes. Well, and John the Baker used to always be very good, too, and this is probably like even a little bit of improvement.
4: It's it's great. And uh, mm-hmm. the Penny Alavaca? Penny, posh, penny Alavaca. Penny, penny, alavaca, penny yes. alavaca, is great. It's a chock full of gavagool.
1: <laughs> chock full of vodka? Galagool. Uh-huh. <laughs> Will you stop talking Guido talk? What's Dang it.
4: bit that we have there where they say that I'm all the gonna time?
1: I'm going to take you to Corleone, man, and uh, they're going like, to give you what Sweet. for. It's about so time. Maybe you'll meet Apollonia's sister. Apollonia. He can't I I gonna gonna have a about a 90 by now, but never <laughs> Apollonia. Won't see her no more. No. Now, can I do the Katrina Vanden Heuvel story or not? Ah, sure. I don't, whatever. you, you want. Well, the, the phones are smoldering, man. Can't you smell the lines I burning up? smell now? garlic. Oh well, maybe there's garlic in the phone line. Boy, what a miracle we got this thing up here and working again! Wow, it was one of those deals that I thought this is never going to work again, but it is. Thanks to Eric and the, the good people at the uh, Bell people. Do you, you ever think you'd hear the day I'd say the good people at the bad Bell? Never. But I did. Get back in your chair. I'm here. For... I'm here. I had to get some salt. QAM. Hello. Salt.
5: Neil. I answer. have three words for you. Yeah. LSU. 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 Who cares? Boring.
1: Incredibly boring, okay?
5: Oh, I went to LSU and they won the championship. That makes me a
1: schmuck. Doesn't make you anything. Makes you a guy that went to school I and mean, probably didn't even go to yeah. school there. Go Gators. Gators, my ass, okay? I all bet, these running phonies and uh, Gators, all this garbage. I went to Michigan State, and guess what? I don't care. I don't even pay any attention. They win, lose. It's of no consequence. How does that change my life? I'm giving up. I think you have a good point. What's that? Sports crap and like uh, like this uh, hockey thing. Do you realize this year, 50 years I've been a Toronto Maple Leafs fan. 50 years. Mm -hmm. 1958 and this is 2008. God almighty, you know what that proves to me? I'm ancient. All right. And foolish. Just like Bob McCown said. Maybe they're the dumbest fans or they just have too much money or whatever, but it's just uh, pathetic. Tragic. The organization blows, okay? I mean, there, nobody cares. Panthers will miss the playoffs again this season. But the good part of it is nobody cares. Nobody cares. what well, be about, you know, 20 people. Maybe about 30, Maybe man. 30. Could be. Aren't you impressed that Eric uh, got on the phone and uh, got this thing? And, and he says, wow, so fast. He was on, his phone yeah. on the phone with these people for about 80 hours. There's that damn Todd Bertuzzi of all people who scored. That just really frosted my mind. Casey Cole. Looks like he makes a great play
0: against them, but it's still turned over and Corey Carey makes it to nothing. 38th fight
7: of the year for the Anaheim Ducks. Belack of an upper cut. Oh yeah,
1: let's try to make Wade Belack into a hockey player. Okay, let's try to sell him to the public again.
6: Blowout. Uh,
8: before we go back to second period
1: action. It le- was a blowout. Anyway, we, you know, nobody there cares about such stuff, so why the hell am I talking about it? So there, there's,
4: gets, there's lots of food. You out. know what? I'm having pepperoncini
1: now. WQAM, hello.
10: I used to like you. Yeah, right.
1: Yeah, great. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Sounds like Sonny Fox on acid. Yes, sir.
5: Neil, you've heard that word before. Yeah, Brian Polka. Brian's got it in his Jolly Raleigh Joe. Outfit.
1: And I, I just got through playing it. That's the, oh, you you? the whole point of it. Must
5: have, must have been, must have been out of the vehicle. Hey, have a great
1: day. You too. And guess what? Do we beat Truman too? Not wow. And FDR's got a bad headache, and uh, so is JFK. I mean, come on, all these people with this old news. Well, he was out of the car. Mm. Yeah. Did we give him a permission slip? No. no. Six or seven minutes, we'll be starting the certificates here for Joey the Baker. Mm. And George said the food is unbelievable. Phenomenal. B- oh, and the and pepperoncinis are like those real ones, you know? Not not what?
4: the ones out of a drum, the real nice, uh, mild, oh, drum, crispy that, What kind of a drum is that? Like a bongo? Uh, African drum.
1: WQAM, hello.
5: Neil. Yeah. Yes, sir. Hey, first, uh, 30, more than 30 years in this market with these collars and you haven't slid your re- wrists, that's what makes you legendary. Sir,
1: I'm a survivor, man. I am a survivor against all the odds. Uh, I just continue plodding right ahead.
5: We, uh, I watched The uh, Godfather again the other day, and my wife heard me quote you, and she said it this time, not a bad scene in that movie. Um, question, though, have you ever read the book?
1: The book is better than the movie.
5: It is. How I long, is
1: Michael, how long is
5: Michael gone after he shoots the two?
1: Oh, like I'm going to remember that?
5: Oh, I was just curious if you knew. Know. And, um, after after more than ten years with my wife, I uh, finally learned something this last weekend. Yeah. It did taste like a penny. 12-63 on the poll. What what am I? That's
6: great.
1: Make you take
5: me so
1: yeah, that's a good question. What are we going to do? 1400 on your poll today, Chris? That would be, wouldn't that be a feather in your ass? Sure. Uh oh! Air Force grounding. Breaking news. Although now we're going to commercial. can't be that big of a news when I go to commercial break. If we're, everything is breaking news, you know. Oh, Brittany just had another bad bowel movement, and Dr. Phil said he's going to sniff it and uh, talk about it on his show. Oh, my God. And you wonder why people are like, battling idiots. That scene where Howard Beale is talking about, turn your TV off now, remember that scene?
7: Listen to me. Uh-huh. Television is not the truth.
0: So turn off your television sets. Turn them off right in the middle of the set.
8: The biggest names The best talent This is Neil Rogers Sports Radio 560
10: QAM The sports leader I like to relax by having Mary Magdalene massage my balls while listening to the Neil Rogers 12 to 1 hour <clears throat>
1: they on again. They're picking on poor swillery. Oh, poor baby. Well, we sold 26 already on the uh, certificate. Wow. In just a matter of seconds. How do you like that? That's pretty good. And the food is not just pretty good. It's excellent, according to well, you guys. Yep. Joey the Baker, 12592 Pines Boulevard. we got the 74 left. $25, uh, well, $50 certificates. You pay only 25 bucks. So we'll see how long it takes to uh, move out those 100. I think, I think we'll do it. Chris always <coughs> says, oh, you're going to do it, and I never believe him, but... I think on this one we will. We better. To QAM. Hello.
5: Yeah, I'm going to play golf. I heard that. Yeah,
1: good. Song. Stay there. Stay out there on the course. In fact, shove the balls in yours. Let them. Okay. Then you always have some spears.
2: I'm going to go out to play golf. But yeah.
1: Yeah. No, he's, he's going to stop you. code for you. I have no life. That's his line, you know. Still stuck on 74. Don't tell me. See, these weeks always confound me when we start out like a house on fire. And 73. They're moving, their are inching along. That's okay. Reading the signs in New Hampshire, Katrina Vanden Heuvel says, what really happened in New Hampshire? First, forget what the polls say if you want to know what happens next. Forget the establishment media, too. For now, the race is wide open, and that's a good thing. Though if we'd really bust open our money-drenched, front-loaded system, we'd really see elections of buy for and the people, but that buy of buy and for the people. You got that? Got it. But that's for the emergency pro-democracy movement, allied with sane citizens of all political stripes to fight for next round. For now, candidates will be tested instead of crowned, and that gives us time to push from outside to define and sharpen candidates' stance on issues we care about as progressives. From a sane and humane immigration policy as we go to Nevada, a more populist jobs and economics program as we head into recession, and a sharper end-the-war strategy to stop the strategic drift. I'm still up with questions about how Hillary pulled off a win against Obama on Tuesday night, and what that means heading into Nevada's caucuses, South Carolina's primary, and the tsunami of 22 primaries and caucuses on February 5. Why Hillary won, says Katrina. One, home court advantage. Clinton is well-known in the Granite State. Neither Edwards nor Obama have much history there. Two, the women's vote. Women over 40, single women came home to Hillary by a margin of 57% was in response to the misty-eyed human moment in the coffee shop or in response to a more fiery human and impassioned performance in Saturday's Manchester debate. Did Obama's peevish side, you're likable enough Hillary, resonate more than we understood at the time? Exit polls show that about half those who voted said that the debates were very important in their vote. Hillary won among those bo- voters by a margin of 40 to 32 percent. Among those who didn't think debate was very important, Hillary and Obama were tied. The heavily funded and super organized field operations of Emily's list paid off here after floundering in Iowa. Three, registered Democrats support her big time. This augurs badly for Obama in those primaries which are close to independence. And if more independents went to McCain, could that explain Obama showing even more than what some call the Bradley effect? Four, boomers and older voters. The age slant of voting suggests boomers are resisting being pushed off stage. That Queen Andrew Sullivan may have underestimated the investment boomers have in their battles. They're not going to give it up just yet to the whippersnappers. Dangers for Hillary, says Katrina. One, Bill was on the field and she made a comeback. Ergo, she'll keep Bill on the field. But as a boomer woman, I think her husband hurts more than he helps. Hillary needs to make a forceful case why voting for her. The first woman president is about making history. Bill undermines that message, making her candidacy a referendum on his presidency, fueling the idea that she's completing a restoration, paternalizing and belittling the little woman. Hillary's candidacy is at risk, as Slate's Emily Yaffe recently pointed out, because it begins to look less like a gender breakthrough and more like a gender throwback, and he always ends up making himself the story. Two, she can't fire Bill, but she can fire Mark Penn. Penn's strategy and message peddle cynicism against hope and as head of the lobbying firm Burst and Marsteller, embodies the lobbying, corruption, and corporate stranglehold that Americans associate with the Beltway status quo. Three, Hillary gains when she's picked on. This dynamic played out during impeachment madness and was the theme of the first Senate race. Women, with some notable media exceptions like Maureen Dowd, rallied to her when she's treated badly. No question that the media has a double standard when it comes to women in tears in public life. But is this going to be how we want to reframe the powerful and mobilizing idea that personal is political? And is victimhood an effective argument for a campaign? I think it will wear out its effect. And four, why exactly is she running? To say this is personal to me, I have so many things I want to do, doesn't really explain it. She needs to throw out Mark Penn in the pollsters, exile, build up a few choice spots, and lay out a big case about what she wants to do over the next four years, not what she's done for the past three decades. That's Katrina Vanden Heuvel and her take, that's her take. 64 left on the. That. That's pretty good. In just a couple minutes, we sold 36. Yeah. yeah. Here's a fax from Mark, and another fax. Boy, we got faxes up the old... Uh, Rectum! ...nose today, don't we? Marks, and these are long, too. Boy, they're pretty verbose. Joey the Baker, we got uh, 64 left. $50 certificates, your page 25 bucks. Go to WQM.com and click on it. It says, Neil, unless the Republicans are dumb enough to nominate Huckleberry Hound, we may be doomed. Hillary cannot win an honest election against any other top Republican, and the odds of getting her in an honest election are still pretty slim in any event. Besides, who the hell wants her anyway? Not me. Obama is plainly the best Democratic candidate, but if the so-called Bradley effect is real here, something we'll know soon enough from results in other states. That's very bad news indeed. He has polled significantly better against the top GOP candidates, but New Hampshire raises the very real possibility that those polls are meaningless. If true, that's a very sad reflection on America. Maybe we deserve our fate. Maybe, Mark. The best hope is that New Hampshire was just some bizarre anomaly. We'll know soon enough. If so, then a tough primary fight with Hillary might just be the best thing for Obama. The cakewalk coronation we were hoping for last week would have borne no resemblance to the vicious attacks he'll have to withstand as the Democratic nominee. The GOP can't just come out and drop the N-word, but they'll do just about everything short of that to smear him. I've already seen Obama as the Muslim manchurian candidate email more than I can stand it. It's the number one hot bogus email listed on Snopes.com. He needs to show his mettle to the American public, and slaying the evil Hillary dragon might be just the thing to put him over the top in November, says Mark. Now here's one unsigned. Oh. Greetings, Neil, George, and Chris, but unsigned. There was a guy that called about a half hour ago and said something to the effect that the ballots in New Hampshire were paper, so the count was legit. Well, I'm sure he meant well, but the problem is they aren't counted by hand. I'm not saying there was any funny business going on with the count, but it just points out the ignorance of the electorate on this stuff. And of course, ignorance is bliss, so they all think that their vote counts, etc. And of course, the media doesn't do anything to disabuse them of this notion, even though the last election was stolen in broad daylight, as you mentioned. The last two. The other thing that is very disturbing about the variance between the exit polls and the reported official count in New Hampshire is that it just adds to the public's perception that the exit polls are flawed, and it couldn't be that there was any monkey business like in 2004, like in Ohio. So it lays the groundwork for them to cover up the real monkey business that's sure to go on in the real election if they even have one. I know this is a little ponderous, but I'm sure we'll have another stolen election unless the Democrats nominate Hillary, and then the Republicans will have to steal it. <laughs> oh, Good line. But what does any of this have to do with... Yeah. Oh, that's an excellent fax, but no name. That's okay. Looks like one of our regular facts, doesn't it? The uh, print, the type. Yeah. You don't know. You're still eating. You no, don't I'm, done, I'm done. I'm no. done, You didn't even hear a word of that fax.
4: I'm sucking my teeth right now.
1: I'll bet you are. You better watch it. Chris is going to come in there and jam a couple of teeth right down your throat. Why would I do that? I don't know. Just for the hell of it.
4: How much money do you got? to do, do it. It?
1: 62 left on the uh, certificates. We started with 100, now we got 62. I want to move these out. When in doubt, let's move them out. Footy ain't even doing this anymore. He you know, no, has a big audience. He's got footy and mouth disease, what I heard. That's what Duff said. And Duff knows that. his uh, what goes in your mouth. That's what he told me. So did I mention that Joe Jolly Joe called the Norma?
4: I don't know if you mentioned that. I don't know called him. I think
1: he said, you fairy. Well, now we're back up to 67. You see, we had some bogus ones on area. I hate Uh-oh. when it goes back up like that. Now back to uh, 66, huh? Kickbacks. The number's bouncing around. I'm Joey the Baker on our WQM.com. Just get on there and grab them, okay? WQAM, hello. QAM, hello. Oh, two in a row. All right. The, the phones have been a little spastic today. Part of the time, they're like, I'm blazing. You notice that? Blazing. We haven't had a phone response like this in, what, about how many years since we were, like, on a real radio station? Since Alien, I would say. Remember those Alien days? Mm -hmm. 65. 65 what? Oh, we got 65 left? Years. Let's see. 65. Where was I in 65? I was in Marshall, Michigan. How about that? I was in Cuba. No, I was in Albion, Michigan. Excuse me. 66. I I don't know where the hell I was. Marshall, Albion, Sturgis. One of those big markets. 60. Down to 60 now. We're gonna wind it down. Move these out. I'd like to move them out in less than an hour. That'll be real That would be George's nice. ass. WQAM, hello.
5: It's all due to me.
1: WQAM, hello.
5: Jim, Jim Two
1: QAM, hello.
10: QAM. Yeah. Hello.
0: Can I get back when I come uh, back.
1: <laughs> QAM, hello.
5: Neil, I got a boner.
1: wqam hello. QAM. Bill. Yeah. Buddy. I hate yeah,
5: Chris. Yeah, Pally. I hate Chris. Fire him.
1: WDQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yeah.
5: Hey, uh, uh granted, uh, this golf channel chick is an idiot. She
1: Okay, so you want Oh, he said chick. I thought he said something else, didn't you? No. Sounded like uh, Schmidt to me. Did it? Oh, well, I mean, it did sound a, like that, but no. He sounded he said chick. so boring. Yeah, exactly. I don't, I'm not saying that's the word he said. <laughs> well, we still got 60 left on those Joy the Baker certificates, which is uh, really depressing. I hope they're not still there. Are they? The guy's still there? Yeah, yeah, they're right yeah. here. Phenomenal. Oh, my God. Well, they probably thought these would sell out in like about 40 seconds. They had no
4: idea. They haven't done this
1: before. We sold 40 in 12 minutes. That's uh, pretty good. That is pretty good. No, it's, it's really good. When you've got 100 of them, it takes a little while. Okay, so don't let them get impatient and start bitching and moaning and stuff like that. Well, then, they can't
4: know. take the food back at this point, so. <laughs>
1: are you
6: starting to catch on
1: though? <laughs> what? So are you starting to catch on to how the hundreds work? You know something? For a guy that used to be stupid about two minutes ago, all of a sudden you got so smart, you know? It's just amazing <laughs> to me how that happened. Like a miracle. Just like us getting this Internet thing uh, all fixed up again. Look at that. It works. Thank you, Eric. And we got almost 1,300 votes in on the poll. What the hell is not to
3: like? Am I right? Name. The best I'm not. This, this is Rogers.
10: Right. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. Yank it, baby! Good morning, Americans. It's Paul Harvey. Stand by for news. Adrian found himself in front of the pearly gates where St. Peter explains that it's not easy to get into heaven. There is a criteria to be met before entry will be allowed. St. Peter asked Adrian if he was religious in life. Did he attend church? No. St. Peter told him that's bad. Was he generous? Did he give money to the poor? Charities? No. St. Peter told him that too was bad. Did he do any good deeds? Help his neighbor? Anything? No. St. Peter was becoming concerned. Exasperated, Peter says, look, everybody does something nice sometime. Work with me here. I'm trying to help. Now think. Well, Adrian says, there was this old lady. I came out of a store and found her surrounded by a dozen hell's angels. They had taken her purse and were shoving her around, taunting and abusing her. I got so mad, I threw my bags down, fought through the crowd, and got her purse back. I then helped her to her feet and... Went to the biggest, baddest biker and told him how despicable, cowardly, and mean he was, and then I spat in his face. St. Peter, impressed, said, When did this happen? Adrian said, About 10 minutes ago.
2: Paul Harvey. <laughs> All right. Good day. Good
1: day. 12-17 at 560, WDQM. We're doing pretty good on those certificates. Yeah. We're yeah. Down 49. We were down to 47, and then we went back Uh-oh. to the city, and now we got 49. Is that what you got? I got fifty. Forty-eight. 48, uh, forty-eight, like I said. So we got more than half of them sold in just a few minutes, and we got forty-eight left. And let me just tell you this right now: don't. What, like Tommy always says, once they're gone, they're gone. Game. Once they're gone, they're they gone. So I'd hop on there right now and get a good, good challenge. Good yes, it is.
4: And they take right. credit cards now, by the way. They didn't use. Oh, they to. do take credit cards now yeah. too. How do you like that? John so? the Baker didn't. These guys do. Which? Well, that's because that these guys are smart, not like people yeah. say. These are young guys. You know. They know what's going on.
1: That's right. There you go. These are living and breathing people. They know something no. about you guys out there. And, in fact, you're trying to find two nickels right. to rub together.
4: They added dishes. They modified the menu. They, uh, they spruced it up. They gussied the place up a little bit. Mangia, manja.
1: In fact, I noticed on the uh, last, on the blurb we got on our website there. Yeah. It says, uh, come hungry, eat and take out delivery, and a great eating uh, catering, a great catering menu. You yeah. must manja tutukosi with the joy the Baker. Yeah. What does yeah. that mean? Everything.
4: Okay. They didn't well, deliver daughter, before either, so, and now they do. They what? They deliver now. They didn't used to. Now they do. Well, there you
1: go. That's not to lie. A lot of improvements. Oh, and ask so him he, what the, uh, that, that
4: sauce was, that it's a white sauce or something like that. I forgot what he said. About that. that? He just told me that on the air
1: when my you were, busy, just, when I was you were talking, busy filling your fat face. My, 2 a.m. <laughs> yes. It's my 50th, man. I have
5: a birthday song, please. Your 50th, 50th what? Birthday. Call?
1: Oh, 50th birthday. Well, in that case, one moment, please.
5: Thank you. And happy birthday to me.
1: And happy birthday to you, sir. It's my big 10th anniversary, but I noticed that my correspondents out there have been ignoring me this morning. That's okay. They're probably out to lunch. Maybe they're on the way to Joey the Baker. 47. Don't forget to send the, some of those certificates, by the way, to my close personal I will friend, not. To your close personal buddy? I will not. Although Pete only gave me one. Hey, Pete.
4: No, he did gave me two. Never mind. Listen, Never mind. you
1: better start uh, getting your uh, th- your P's and Q's in order right now, okay? While we're, hey, we're it ain't adjusting mean. our lives. And tell Chicken by the way, that, I told that, that him. he's... Did you tell him? What did yeah. he
4: say? What did I say?
1: No, what did oh, he, what did he say? say? He said, uh, bada-boop, bada-beep. <laughs> what did you say? Well, we're back up to 52. We're going in the wrong direction. It's all your we've, fault. We've got some deadbeats out there, okay? Forget about credit cards. We've got some deadbeats who don't have uh, workable credit cards. But we've still got almost half of them gone. We'll do it. Because once they're gone... WQam hello.
5: John, come on over.
1: WDQAM, Hello.
5: Hey, in 65, uh, I was still gnawing on my mom's for
1: Yeah, great. WQAM, hello.
5: QAM. Hey, how's it going? Okay. Hey, Neil, listen, um, when you were on vacation, George was uh, pushing this uh, vibrating sponge, and I want to get my hands on one. I want to know where I can buy one.
1: WQAM, hello.
5: Hello, Neil. Good afternoon. Yes, sir. Is QAM seriously trying to stick it to you? Like they try to stick it to Hank? If they are, now, what, what they do you mean? Like Hank they try?
1: It, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Like they tried to stick it to
5: Hank? Oh well, they did. Excuse me. Do I see Hank on the napkin. anymore. They, they did. They stuck it to Hank, and now they're trying to stick it to you. And <clears> he's <throat> yeah. a screwball manager. And the hell with him. Goodbye.
1: Okay. Callers five and six at this number. Win a hundred dollar gift certificate to Joey the Baker in Pembroke Pines. One 560 that's our contest line. Callers 5 and 6 1 227 0560 win a $100 gift certificate to enjoy the Baker and pepper Pine. Oh, wow. Oh. Wow, that's pretty good stuff, huh? they win a hundred yeah. or a fifty? It's, you know, you are impossible, man. <laughs> what, what word did I read wrong on this <laughs> piece know, of paper? I don't know them. if you
10: wrote that wrong. Callers if, if, 5 and
1: 6. At one eight hundred two two seven oh five sixty, win a $100 gift certificate to join the Baker and Pepper Prize. Not a $50 certificate, not a five-cent certificate like uh, Chris is going to get. Well, a $100 a certificate, you schmuck, you idiot, you... You're fairy. simpler Simple than you. Why, why, why do you... You take the simplest of things. You know, on a, on a rare occasion, when I get something right, which I read that just brilliantly. Uh, how difficult was it to read those twenty words? You know,
4: I don't know, but they still difficult. And you have to complicate
1: it. Oh, it's not great. fifty or is it a hundred? It's got nothing to do with that other thing. It's just something they're doing to be nice. They're getting two fifties. If you don't stop, if you don't stop, well, this is right important now, information.
4: People need to know. People need to know what? That it's two fifties instead of one one hundred
1: we got 52 um, left, by the way, of the uh, other ones. See, you're, you're <clears throat> complicating matters right now. What are you talking about? Shut up. WQAM, Neil. hello. Neil? Yes.
7: Hey, can you uh,
5: tell me what's good for Harper, man? I got a lot of Harper. I don't know what's good for
1: that. QAM hello. I'll tell you what's really good for it. Watch every time. QAM, hello.
5: Hey, Neil, can we get rid of jerk Jackson and bring back the crow? QAM, hello. Yeah. I'm here to win the ticket. <laughs> oh, all
1: right. I didn't think he sounded old enough for that, but maybe he is. In he South Florida, will, will if be. You're like, you could be a fetus in South Florida and old enough to snore around. We want to snore around for something free. Yeah, I got something free for you. Same thing as the other guy. So we're stuck on 52. What does that mean? I, I don't know. Nothing has happened on there. Well, it's a little bit like you said, you know. There's a limited. Uh, we'll, we'll do whatever we can, we're doing the best we can. This business of being in a big hurry, like Chris always says, when you got a hundred of them, it takes time. Isn't that what you always say? Correct. Don't say any more. Though. Fifty-one. WQAM. Hello.
7: John, back. Come over.
1: QAM. Hello. Oh. WQAM. Hello.
5: Hi, Mister Neil.
1: Speaking. Hey,
5: Neil. How you doing? Okay. Listen, I got a question for you. How come you don't do any commercials anymore?
1: Because they don't sell any.
5: No, I mean, I hear Joe Rose all the time. Yeah, the
1: well, that's, that's what they sell. They don't sell their show.
6: Yeah, answer interested. him again.
1: Maybe he'll believe you this time. Yeah. Well, what, oh, what, what, word, what word didn't you understand the first time? No, the,
5: the guy's the worst, I and mean, he's obnoxious. He's well, yelling. you know
1: something? If you don't like the big dog, then don't listen to him. That's my suggestion for you. okay? Do not listen to him. If there's something you don't like, whether it's me or him or jerks or whatever it is, very simple. Don't listen to him. Don't have to call up a show and go to a big saw in And in addition to which, uh, anybody don't like the big dog, your taste is in your tush, okay? Now, some of his singing, I could live without. There's no question about that. But he's like everybody else. I mean, make he's going to like cut a record.
4: Sense. What are you talking about?
1: Direct from the factory. You know, he's, he's singing. I could uh, But that's his shtick, you know. He's you a great guy. You can kiss, kiss like, my rear end. That's right. If you don't like Joe Rose, we don't like you. How do you like that? that that's that's my uh, stance on that. I have a very we, wide we, stance. We we got 51 left on the certificates. Boy, they started out like a house on fire there, and then we ran out of uh, steam. We ran out of steam, yeah. WQAM, hello. QAM, hello. QAM. Yes.
5: Would you rather give it?
1: WQAM, hello.
5: Hey, this is Joe Rose for the vibrating split.
1: WQAM, hello.
5: From Mr. G.
1: WQAM, hello.
2: Neil? Yeah.
5: So they said, uh, Neil Rogers did this. Yeah, and, Neil... and you said that,
1: and we said, "Bada bing get out of our face. Boy, you you talk about weak material, man. You folks are... Bada
2: bing you blow their brains all over your nice cyber league suit.
1: Beyond pathetic. Thanks, Eric, by the way, though, for making my day. That was a wonderful uh, thing he did. You have no idea how much angst there was on this end? No. Nope. With that, well, you know when of you have internet I issues, you know I what that's yeah. like. And the end like, of the world. We're going to get this fixed, and I spent time with them on the phone last night, and a beep bada-boop. 51 still left there on Joey DeBaker on those $50 certificates. You pay only 25 bucks and get some really sensational attending uh, Chow. <coughs> for the <for coughs> life of me, I'll never understand the way this thing works. So there's John Kerry. John
7: brings the lessons of the neighborhood, the lessons of the legislature, Barack the Obama. lessons of his own life to that awesome challenge. And, my friends, those there's a really good-looking young guy with a blue shirt on sitting behind him. Get out country, of the way, John. And they're the same lessons that he will take to the Oval Office every day to fight for you as President of the
0: United States. All right. Now.
1: He must have swallowed a few doggy uppers this morning,
0: huh?
3: Biggest names.
10: The best is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 5. QAM. The sports leader.
6: Congratulations. Get a life. The
10: following conversation is real. It took place in a minivan on a highway in California. Mommy, I
3: have to go. Oh, you should have thought about that before you left the house.
10: This could be a messy situation, but this family has John Starr in their vehicle. Just push a button, and John Starr is there to help.
3: Okay, honey, the John Star toilet is in the last row of seats. Go back there and use it.
10: No matter where you are, no matter what time it is, John Star is there to provide immediate relief.
3: Mommy! What now,
2: honey? I can't go. Billy keeps looking at me. She's making that grunting face.
3: (laughs) Billy, don't watch your sister when she poops.
10: John Star. Always there, always ready. Never private.
1: Call 31 at 560 WQA, and happy Thursdays from all your prize Next Thursday, huge day when those ratings come out, man. I'm going to read every number in the uh, thing, in the book. Good. Every one of them. Even the ones stations that are, like, not on the Good. air yet. Make some more. 44. We got, uh, so we just sold seven. Mm-hmm. And we got 44. My Chris always tells me, just relax. Don't get all hyper. It takes time when you got got 100 of these. We already moved 56 of them, right? <laughs> right? Yeah, okay. All, you know. Well, there's a lot of pressure on us, you know, like, oh, well, we want to see you sell them all in two seconds, you know, like, like we did that one week. Remember that?
4: Yeah, but that was, uh, you know, for a bar.
1: For a bar? Was it? <laughs> it? You're talking about booze? Are you seeing? We got a bunch of booze hounds yes. out there in this yes. audience, yes. Yes. like Huckleberry, yes. like a Huckleberry yes. hound. Yes. You're right. That's pretty good, though. I'll, I'll check on that uh, eventually. I'll check on it again. Keep your eye on it, Chris. There's something for you to do. Okay, I'll we'll you off, keep you off the ear. 1,303 on the poll. Are you top 1,300 today on the poll? What's your take on these polls? What's your take? Oh, here's the article about Michael Bloomberg. He's inching closer to running. Isn't that great?
6: Mm,
1: Whatever. Bad news. And you you want to know, uh, forgetting about anything else, whether he's a competent mayor, whether he knows what the hell he's talking about, forget about any of the other things. What's the main reason he hasn't got a Chinaman's chance in hell of getting elected? Michael Bloomberg. I
4: don't know. He's Jewish.
1: There you go. Boy. He's got about as much chance of getting elected president as he is getting hired at QAM. WQAM. Hello. Hello. WQAM.
5: Hello. Make the the the
1: QAM. Hello. Hello. Yes.
8: Yeah, I want to talk to Neil. Speaking. Uh, I'm coming to get you. Join the Iranian Navy now, Neil.
1: Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. That was John McCain doing a voice, wasn't it for sure? Sure. sure. You could tell by that puffiness. That's uh, the sound from his cheek, you know, the one on his the one on his face, the one on his fat ass. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty in the Verizon Singular wireless line on a singularly fine Thursday. It's not. It's okay. Not spectacular. It's all right. I guess I better get back on it because no more of them are moving. We got 44. 43. 43, so you didn't even open up a mouth. I had to ask.
4: Well, you told me not to talk, saying
1: so you know. it. I, I, no, I didn't tell you not to talk about that. I said to no, oh, talk okay. about other crap, like about con- confounding and confusing them. Now, did those people call in and get those $100 certificates? I do believe so. Good. WQAM, hello.
5: I'm the Jew, and I got tapeworm.
1: We don't care. QAM, hello. Listen, Mama, I... See what I mean? Now, this guy, the, the only good thing I could ever say about that guy was all, for all those 80 years that he's been doing that, it was always once a day. Am I right? Right. Yesterday, he decided he was going to do it twice. And when he called earlier, my
2: name is Joe, and what do I know?
1: And I really blow, it like that. And I said, okay, once, once. But he can't control himself. I have no life. These people can't, and the word is obsessed. Even people who fax us, oh, I'm all through with you, and you're not, uh, you suck. You know, I don't want to mention any names, because I'm not going right. because that's what they're looking for. Oh, yeah. Even those people. It's like a sickness. It's like a disease. An obsession. Mm-hmm. Which is another reason it's a good thing to be 1,200 miles away. Good. Golly. Too much time in their hands. I have no life. I mean, anybody that's got time on their hands to, to make these calls and to send those faxes obviously got too much time on my hands. Who did that song? Sticks. Oh, yeah, stick it. Stick it to them. All right. Stick it. Stick it to the ticket. So when are we getting the announcement from Joel Feinberg that they're shutting that turkey off over there? I
4: don't know. Any minute now, I'm sure.
1: Oh, maybe, maybe that's what the deal is. Oh, we're back up to 48. We just got five more back. <laughs> Okay, I'm not, I'm not looking at that anymore. Okay, whatever we do, we do, and the food is great, and it's a wonderful place, and we uh, wish them all the best. You know what I mean? What do you mean? That, that's why people aren't doing that anymore. Is because the, the, we, you know, it's it's been a little bit on the saturated side with that. You know what I'm saying? What do you say? I'm saying whatever Kesha whatever it'll be, it'll be. There's some good so. music for us. Let's play that all the day, every day.
4: We're we'll gonna play all their hits.
1: and hello. QAM. All Sticks Radio, QAN. WQAN, hello.
0: Make it Make it
1: WQAN, hello. <laughs> Bird Jr., QAN, hello.
5: Yeah, I just want to speak to Neil. Speaking. Neil? Yeah. Hey, listen, um, I, know I was calling concerning um, Barack Obama, and mm-hmm. um, what I was going to say with Barack Obama is that, um, you know, I think the Republicans do want him to win, simply because... You know, if they got him winning, then they don't have to worry about um, doing anything to Hillary, you know.
1: Doing anything to Hillary, what does that mean?
5: Well, you know, in, in a sense, if, if Barack Obama is is the man, then they don't have to worry about damaging Hillary because simply the fact is that Barack is an easier target than that he's an African-American. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm an African-American myself, and I know that nobody wants to see a. Even if he is legit, you want to see him in the White House. And so, you know, like Hillary, that, then they don't have to damage her credibility. And Barack will be... If, if
1: she had problem. any, which she doesn't, of course. See, that's that defeatist attitude, baby. That's mm. not what we want. We don't want no defeatist attitude. Well, he's black, therefore we can't... Uh, that, that's not his attitude. And if you adopt that attitude, that's unfortunate for you. And unfortunate for the rest of us, too. That's sad. When that South Carolina uh, primary comes up, I'm going to tell you, all the dark folks better get out there and vote four or five times for uh, Obama as opposed to this. Well, you know, he lost to New Hampshire, therefore, you know, uh, we can't win, and it's a waste of time. Yeah, right. That's what they want you to think is what you're spewing there, sir. They want you to think that crap. WQAM, hello. QAM.
5: Yeah, Neil. Yeah. How you doing? Okay, how you doing? I'm, I'm I'm doing good. Uh, just got to, if you can do me a favor, please stop reading those, rattle, uh, those headlines R- rattle? every day. And, no. Uh, no, you
1: know, I and the no, I will not. No, I will not. Do me day, a favor, you know? okay? Do me a favor. That's the one. WQAM, hello.
5: Hey, Neil, how's it going? Okay, sir. Uh, I haven't heard anybody talk about this, but if Hillary does win the election, not that she is, and she does become president, all these mm-hmm. leaders in the Middle East already have like a warped view on women, how, are they going to even respect her? Or are they going to give her the time of the day? Are they going to allow her in, like the palace, to talk to him? And... If so she wears a burqa? Let
1: me ask you this question: Since you're bringing up the Middle East, is it going to make a difference?
5: No, well, uh, well, I don't know. Now, how, ma-
1: how many visits has Condoleezza made over there? And she's kind of a womanish guy, you know. <laughs> I know but she's not the president. <laughs> yeah, get out
4: of here. Forty-three. Yeah, like like
1: like anybody you're going to elect is going to make a difference in the Middle East, sir. Don't you understand? Are you that slow, huh?
4: Yeah, she won't be able to broker peace like Bush has been in Yeah, like
1: he's doing over there with his, uh, bringing halava to a Mahmoud Abbas. Hey, Mahmoud, how about some halava? How about some blintzes, baby? How about some falafel? It's like halal. It? Some falafel for Ehud Omer. Don't, it's just, why even waste your time, okay? With all this kaka over there. Kaka. That's what it is. Six thousand years—it's been going on. It's always going to go on because it's that good old religious hate. And don't forget about the Christians too—they want their piece of Jerusalem, man. It's the Holy Land. It's the Holy Land. Yeah. Go live in the desert. Go and live in the desert. Move to Vegas. Okay, that's my suggestion. You'll have a much better time, and the food's better. Thirteen hundred and thirteen votes. How are we doing on that thing? I, forty-three. 40. forty. Forty. Back to forty-three oh, again? No, forty. 40. Oh, 40. See, they'll go slowly but surely, and whatever we do, we'll do, as opposed to Chris getting me all whipped up and, uh,
0: oh, geez, the
1: old man
2: isn't getting it done.
1: Isn't that what he said before? Well, he
0: yes.
4: said more than that off the air, but yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm sure he did.
8: Fat
2: The
8: Leader.
10: Oh, for those nights when you feel like a woman.
8: Yo, hey, uh, Margo,
2: you uh, you feel like a woman? Yeah, I, I feel like a woman. Well, then, hey, let's go get one. All huh? right. Yeah.
10: That's the time for Lady Brute.
2: Yeah, after a tough day at the precinct, I smell like a man, which I hate. So I splash on some of this stuff, you know, and then I head down to the bar. Hey, you got a problem with it, Spocky?
8: Lady Brute, when you feel like a woman.
3: So, uh, cupcake. Yeah, you want to
1: dance? <laughs> new from Fagger J. Okay, 1244, one at QAM. Here's a fax from Billy Goat who says, There will be blood. That's the name of the new movie from the same director of Magnolia and Book What? Blood. blood. There will be Blood. Starring Daniel Day-Lewis as an oil tycoon in the 20s. Looks really good and bloody. Happy Jew years, says Billy really good. Well, what would you think about that? I'll watch it. 1317 on the poll. How are we doing on those certificates? Last time I looked, we had 40 left. Well, it's up to 45 because we had five fakers. Five uh, fakers again? Five deadbeats? Well, that's okay. It's up and down, up and down, in and out. Whatever it is, it is. Case around, sera. We're doing the best we can. The food is sensational. The offer is there. And take it or leave it. Sun Sentinel says, Dog isn't this man's best friend. This is from Durham, North Carolina. But there's a lot of strange things happening in the Carolinas.
4: George. Yeah, I know. It's a strange place. so
1: said, Dog isn't this man's best friend. And his name is J-O-S-U-E, which is not Jose. How do you say that? Josue. Josue? Okay. Now, Josue. How come Chris answered? You're the one that's supposed to know this. And Chris answered it. Uh, well, he was on deck, man. He, was, he beat me to it. Josue Jalios Coronilla, whatever his name is, 18, drove his black Camaro on the wrong side of the road Wednesday and crashed into the yard of a man who owns four dogs, police said. Police found crushed bushes, a damaged fence, an inoperable car, and a fresh shoe print in a pile of dog feces. Following an odiferous trail down the street, Sergeant Dale Gunner noticed a white van driving toward him. When he asked the passenger to step out, he noticed the smell of booze on the man's breath and the evidence all over his shoes. The dog feces. Harrios Coronillo was charged with driving while impaired and drinking underage and released on $1,500 bail. Couldn't it be, be immediately reached for a comment? As if, well, what's he going to say, huh? a beep a boop bop Ted Rawl, your favorite Ted Rawl. Yes, has a great column on Smirking Chimp. He says, Mike Huckabee isn't qualified for public office. He may not be smart enough to hold a job, yet he be- could become our next president. Huckabee's upset victory in the Iowa caucuses is cited as, as evidence that American democracy still works. At a Friday night event, right-wing columnist William Crystal opined in the New York Times, Huckabee played bass with a local bass with a local rock band. Bass. He was fishing for bass and playing bass. Mama kicks. One second in New Hampshire Republicans' reaction, gee, he's not some kind of crazy Christian. Huckabee is an affable, funny, ordinary Joe on a shoestring budget who trounced a slick multimillionaire. But he's also a crazy Christian. And he won because crazy Christians motivated by anti-Mormon bigotry voted for him, and the Republican Party hate Trump's cash. If Huckabee were Muslim, he'd be a radical Islamist. Denying separation of church and state, he said at a Baptist convention in 1998 that he got into politics because he knew government didn't have the real answers, that the real answers lie in accepting Jesus Christ into our lives. A Muslim Huckabee would agree with the Taliban's requirement that women wear burqas, also in 98, assigned a newspaper in USA Today supporting biblical principles of marriage and family life, including one that said, A wife is to submit herself graciously to the servant leadership of her, of her husband, even as the church willingly submits to the headship of Christ. The ex-preacher, ex-governor is entitled to his extreme religious beliefs. His inability to reason logically is what makes his political ascendancy frightening. I feel homosexuality is an aberrant, unnatural, and sinful lifestyle, and we now know it can pose a dangerous public health risk, he said in 92. When asked about his remark in December 2007, he reaffirmed it. Well, I believe it would be, just like lying is sinful and stealing is sinful. Whether gay sin by having sex or by merely existing, I don't know and don't care. What I know for certain is the difference between the unusual and the unnatural, he said. Insofar as the majority of people are straight, heterosexuality is the normal sexual orientation, yet it hardly follows that gays, estimated to account between 2 and 5 percent of the U.S. population, are aberrant. It may be and probably is that it's normal for 2 to 5 percent of the people to be gay. Only 2 percent of Americans have red hair, but redheads aren't unnatural. The vast majority of the world's biomass is composed of krill and insects, but humans aren't abnormal. During his 92 run for the Senate, Huckabee called for HIV AIDS patients to be forcibly isolated from the general population. If the federal government is truly serious about doing something with the AIDS virus, he argued, we need to take steps that would isolate the carriers of this plague. It's difficult to understand the public policy toward AIDS. It's the first time in the history of civilization in which the carriers of a genuine plague haven't been isolated from the general population. Even though it was common knowledge at the time, Huckabee apparently didn't know that HIV AIDS cannot be spread by casual contact like a genuine plague. Similarly, Huckabee has said that extraordinary means are being taken to make sure these detainees at Guantanamo are being given really every consideration. Again, he's entitled to his outlandish views, in this case supporting the kidnapping, torture, force-feeding, and long-term imprisonment of children as young as 13 without charging them with a crime or allowing them to be represented by a lawyer. But when he describes this inhumane treatment as giving detainees really every consideration, he's either dumb or he's lying. Nearly 150 years after Darwin published The Origin of the Species, the scientific debate over natural selection is as settled as the medieval controversy over heliocentrism. Evolution is a fact, but Mike Huckabee denies this fact. As a radical Christian fundamentalist, Huckabee believes every word of the Bible is literal truth, that Jonah actually hung out in the belly of the whale for 72 hours, that Samson really pushed down a stone building with brute force. He thinks God made the earth in six days, that the universe is 6,000 years old. Never mind carbon dating. I don't necessarily buy into the traditional Darwinian theory personally, he said on his show. Get this, the Arkansas Educational Television Network. If you want to believe that you and your family came from apes, I'll accept that, Huckabee said recently. I believe there was a creative process. So Huckabee is an idiot, or is he pandering to idiots? A 2005 CNN USA Today Gallup poll found that 53% of Americans believe that God created humans in their present form exactly the way the Bible describes it. Reported the Chicago Tribune, the results closely parallel those in polls taken, uh, polls taken over the last 20 years, in which nearly half of all Americans consistently agreed that God created human beings pretty much in their present form at one time within the last 10,000 years or so. In light of Tocqueville's warning that democracy requires well educated and well informed citizens in order to function, it's alarming that many of these people vote. There's no denying Huckabee's folksy appeal. He sounds moderate, even populist, on issues like immigration, trade, and the environment. But those sugar coatings conceal the bitter pill of anti-intellectualism, a toxin that has turned the American presidency into an entropic argument against evolution, from Washington and Jefferson to, to Hoover and FDR, then to the Ford and Bushes, and finally, Huckabee. I'm not sure what in the world my view of evolution has to do with being president of the U.S. Huckabee says, those who deny scientific fact will be wrong or lie about anything. Misrepresenting hard and fast truth is unacceptable. Whether Huckabee is feigning idiocy to appeal to religious zealots or is honestly mentally deficient, journalists have a duty not to treat him like a serious candidate, says your close personal buddy, Ted Rall. He's He's the best. He's good.
4: I just uh, hate how he pulls punches all the time, you know?
8: Yeah,
1: like uh, Doug Thompson. Although Doug Thompson's column yesterday, like I said, was pretty wishy-washy, pretty wimpy after the New Hampshire vote. Didn't you think? Mm Mm-hmm. Maybe they're getting to him. Maybe they're starting to pee on his porridge or something like that. Maybe they got him like, backed into a corner. Maybe they got him looking at naked pictures of John McCain. 1,325 votes on our poll about polls. What's your take on these polls? That's pretty good. So, you know, I'll describe. Oh, we don't like the poll. We hate. Well, you stop talking about the poll. No. George doesn't talk about the poll when he's on. He talks about uh, sign language. And pie. And what? Pie. Pot. Quim. Pie? Yes. What kind of pie are we talking I know what kind of pie you're talking about. Quinn. What's your take on it? Don't, just cut the crap, okay? Cut the Oop. crap. Everything's coming up roses. Joe Roses. Your take on these pulls, I enjoy them, 633, 47.7%. Almost half. They're okay, 402, another 30.3%. So if you add those together, what do you got? 40 and 33, even you can do that. W-A-B-C!
6: 77,
1: that's what you got. Who cares, 189, another 14%. Get rid of them, 70, 5.2%. No, I will not do that. Get rid of them, come on. No. And I hate them, 31. 31 evil people full of hate and hostility, which uh, I I can't imagine that in South Florida. Can you? No, not here. But we do have 1,325. Another 75 for 1,400 would make Chris a very happy man. Are we still stuck on, uh, what do we got, 80 left now or what? Down to 44. 44. We were down to 40, and now it's back up to 45, and now down to 44. On the certificates from Joy the Baker, great food, good deal. And like I said, take it or leave it. Here's a fax it. from Mark, who says, I heard you mention the paper ballots in New Hampshire. Actually, they use both paper ballots and voting machines, depending on the municipality. I didn't say anything about the paper ballots. The caller did, and then we had a fax. Interestingly enough, on this analysis, Obama won the paper ballots by 7.5%, and Hillary won the machine vote by 5.5%. I'm not suggesting any conspiracy, but it is odd, says Mark. Oh, this is the same Mark who faxed before. He says, sorry to fax twice in one day, but I thought you'd find this interesting. Yeah, I had uh, read that. She won the uh, machine vote by 5.5%. He won the paper ballots. See, when you're going to start whining every time there's an election where you don't like the outcome... Then they point the finger at us and they say, oh, every election is rigged. If it doesn't turn out the way you liked it, every..." and when we know damn well that 2000 and 2004 were both fixed, and we know about oh, those I damn know. dive. Old, yeah. yeah. No. I know. There you
0: go, whining again. You're whining over there.
1: Whining and dining. All the dining is there. Right. Try the wine. I don't drink. QAM, hello.
0: Make it thirsty. Make it thirsty.
1: Somebody QAM, hello.
5: Hey, Neil, I was wondering, um, how mm-hmm. can I send some DVDs to the studio?
1: Mail? Yeah, by
5: Mayweather good Snail yeah, Maddox. Yeah, uh, what's the address, I mean?
4: Call the front office, man. 20295.
5: Oh, the... On WQAM.com? Sure. sure. All right.
1: <laughs> you know, you're such a bastard. I'm giving him the address. I'm trying to be a nice guy. He wants to send you some crap, and I'm giving him the address, and then you just, you know, you just blow him off. Shame on you. Yeah. Bastard. Maybe he's got something good in there. Maybe he's got to put a 50 in the envelope, too. You never know. Or something. And you're directing the QM website. Uh, Josh Cordes will pocket that 50 faster than you can say douchebag. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. Am I right? You are. And next time he comes in there sniffing around for a check, kick his ass out.
4: He was in here earlier, you know, for the food.
1: Well, was he really? Yeah, he was. Wasn't that great? Hopped some up, too. (laughs) You know what I think I'm going to do? I'm going to send them 600 stories for tomorrow. Now that i got that thing working, you know, that uh, Outlook Express.
6: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I, look, the Internet is great, but when there's a problem with it, like I said before, it just uh, drives you up the wall. Show sure enough. Yeah. And then when you get Eric and uh, the uh, server people and uh, all these other, I, I don't know who the hell they are, all these tech experts, you know, all these uh, geeks. And you get them together on the phone. We had a conference call going last night. What did we get accomplished? Nothing. But when he got on today with the phone people here, the phone people, they straightened it the out. Thanks, Eric. Thanks again for making my life almost livable, okay? And you know when it's going to be really livable? What is that? Yeah. When some people walk out the door the last time in that building. Oh, what
3: right. name? The best
2: leader to two hour I'm
8: Philip Stone I'm Philip Stone Welcome back to Presidential Rap Battle 08 m-m- Mr. Obama, Ms. Clinton, please take your podiums. Please take your podiums. Mr. Obama, you'll go first. O to the B to the AMA. I was a dark horse, now I lead the way. From the South Side to Harvard Law, I've got more support than your sports bra.
0: Yo-yo ladies first, don't step to the Hillary. My game is so tight, just call me Hillary. I got so much cash, new coins I'm minting. And let's not forget that my last name is Clinton.
8: Bitch, just go home and take another poll. Gallup's gonna say you ain't got no soul. You
3: think Tennessee is gonna like you, Baraka? What you gonna say when they call you Macaca?
8: Democrats want a healthy debate.
3: Bitch, t- Democrats want to
8: win in 08. Yo, I've got the passion. But
3: I've got the cash in. We'll win 08 if we just stop uh, the fashion.
8: Yeah, man. Word to
5: your
0: mother, Hillary.
3: I concur.
1: Whatever happened to old Senator Makakowicz? Remember him? He just kind of vanished in a thin air, didn't he? Remember? Old Makakowicz. Showed up. 1334 on the poll, on the survey, which we need 66 more to get to 1400. That would be a real, since we we're always talking about numbers, according to that one caller. So all you do is talk about numbers. You're mailing it in. And mail this, okay? Go mail your... Wreck them. Put a stamp on it and stick it in the mailbox, see what they do with it. WQAN, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir.
5: I tell you what, man, I get really fired up when you start talking politics. You know, the problem is, if the, all the wealth... What is, is
1: the
6: problem?
5: All the wealth is with a few people in this country. Mm-hmm. And until the middle class has a few bucks, we're never going to have power again. I just think it's going to get... We're going to get uh, shaded again, man. I'm telling you this year.
6: Meaning what does that it's mean? It's
5: sad. It's sad. Is it sad? It's sad.
1: Okay. You sound sad. It's very sad. Okay. Well, be sad. WQAM, hello. I'm
5: Ron Powell.
1: Both of WQAM, hello.
5: Good afternoon, sir. How are you? Okay, sir. Senator Makakowicz is one of the key advisors for oh. Fred Thompson.
1: Yeah, well, they both got a Chinaman's chance in hell.
5: So that's where he's been. So I believe he might be in line to be the next coach of the Redskins. Now uh, there you go. Yeah.
1: Now that uh, now that religious uh, born again uh, Joe Gibbs has stepped down for the 18th time, right?
5: Well, Republicans are big believers in legacies. You know what I mean? So uh, what the hell? Maybe I'm... we
1: can dig up Bear Bryant and bring him back.
5: I, I you know, I, I cannot be believe Fred Thompson's
1: this. running mate <laughs> or Woody Hayes?
5: Oh, uh, Bay I cannot believe that John Kerry. Uh, is getting in the middle of this right now. I, I don't know if that's a buzz here or a kiss of death. You know what I mean? Why is that? Well, I, I, I don't know. I, I just, you know, it, I, I wish the old-time losers would stay out of the way. Uh, Donna Brazil opened a big mouth the other day. It's like, honey, you blew it for us in 2000. So, mm-hmm. like, well, everybody shut up and let these two duke it yeah, out? Maybe
1: she can elope with James Carville.
5: He's been a victim of poor breeding already. If you know what I mean. Mary
1: Madeline, I know. Okay, see you. Like that, yeah. Hmm. Thirteen hundred thirty-seven votes on the poll. How are we doing on the certificates, by the way? I don't. i to look at it. Well, we still got forty. Hmm. Well, that's not so bad. It means we sold sixty, right? W Q A M, Hello. QAM. Hello, sir. What is it?
5: One morning you're going to wake up and be dead. You know that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but one morning you're not going to wake up, and we'll be, and
5: we'll have a party. Let's have a party. Woody is dead.
1: Oh, yeah. WQAM, hello.
5: Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. You ever tried the chicken fries from Burger King? No. Do you, you have Burger King up
1: in? WQAM, hello.
0: Hey, Neil, how you doing?
1: Do you have Burger King in Toronto? Oh, no, sir, we don't have those American chains. What an idiot. Yes, sir. Hey, how are you doing, Neil? um, Obviously, he's never been more than 10 blocks from his house. Yes?
5: A guy guy called earlier today, a couple hours ago, and he was talking about Matthews and the woman he had on. And actually, uh, what the lady said is that the exit polls in New Hampshire, and she is from New Hampshire, this particular talking dad, she said that they had a bunch of kids taking the exit polls. It was completely disorganized. And that was supposedly the reason that it wasn't accurate. Mm Mm-hmm but well, isn't you know, that brilliant said, what's that i'm sorry i said that's
1: brilliant if they had a bunch of idiots take an exit poll
5: yeah of course i mean that's basically what she said but i mean i think the bottom line is is that it was a con you know the reason that the polls were off from the numbers blah 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 was a combination of the of, of prejudice of of her weepy eyes and did get some extra women voter just a combination of a lot of different things i mean people seem to forget she was ahead by like 20 points mm-hmm. a couple months ago in new that hampshire that's correct you know so anyway let's let's hope that uh obama can you know keep the momentum going he only lost by 2 percentage points which is small and uh i think my my one of my biggest fears is uh or romney getting the nod actually it's not my biggest fear i think they'd be the easiest for for the democrats to beat in the general is a Huckabee or a Rom? I mean Romney. The guy changes with the wind. I mean, it's ridiculous.
6: He changes
1: underwear with the wind too.
5: I'm telling you, magic. Having...
1: Okay, have a great right day, sir. Okay, just calm down. 1340 on your poll. Do you think you're going to make 1400? I don't. Yeah, so we will, Chris. You will? Yeah, why not? Five six seven oh five sixty. We're getting some real political uh, heavyweights in here the last couple of days. <laughs> oh. And of course Huckleberry, he's on with Stephen Colbert now. He showed up last night for another Colbert bump. It says an earlier bump pushed him to the front of the Republican pack. Uh, the candidate assured TV comic Stephen Colbert, real comedian man, is uh, Mike Huckleberry. And I'm, I'm not even going to read this. W- waste of time. You know why, why even dignified and why would Colbert put him on the air? Well, what's the point? What is the point? Make fun of oh. him. up. Mary McElveen's got a good column here. It's in a Smirking Chimp. Where are Hillary Clinton's tears for our soldiers and innocent Iraqis? That's an excellent question. Mary might have to read that column if I read some more bedtime stories. Oh, don't be reading those bedtime stories. It's like too intellectual, man. It's over our heads. WQAM, hello.
7: Chris around, Chris QAM,
1: hello.
5: I put up a tail up my wrap
1: jump. WQAM, Hello. Not there. Okay, that's three for three is a good good run.
5: Like I said, here's
1: that column by Mary McElveen and the Smirking Chimp. She says, I'd have to say this presidential campaign today just jaded me. The catchphrase that's been thrown around by so many of these candidates is that they want to change things, but as we begin to see the results of both the Iowa caucus and the New Hampshire primary, I do believe things will stay the same. The only change I do see is another name coming after the title president. While the war in Iraq is beginning to pull at the bottom and how Americans uh, will vote, it still remains the single most important factor for me. Yet many of the candidates who are polling at the top and are beginning to win these races have either voted for this war and/or continue to vote for war funding. While Mike Huckabee didn't cast any vote since he was not in the Senate, still he favors this war. McCain was even a backer of Bush's surge strategy. It leaves me to wonder if Americans want real change or just a change in name. Do Americans really want to chart a new course for this country or continue the current road in which we all travel? If it is the latter, then God save America from its citizens. In watching the CNN feed where Marianne Pernold-Young questioned Senator Clinton, it brought Clinton to tears. Her display of sad, sad tears sickened me beyond belief. Clinton stated in that feed the race was personal instead of political in which he said, I see what's happening and we have to reverse it. To this, I would love to ask Senator Clinton, do you wish to reverse it back to when your husband was our president, in which we sanctioned the Iraqi people, thereby killing a million of its citizens? I keep on harping on this, but former Secretary of State Madeleine Albright, when asked if she, it was worth over 500,000 innocent Iraqi children dying by 60 minutes, Leslie Stahl said, it was worth it. As an American citizen, my eyes are wide open, and their deaths are personal to me, Senator Clinton. Many supporters of Senator Clinton will state that she was Bill Clinton's true partner, so she must be held responsible for these Iraqi deaths. He saw fit to hold Iraq accountable due to their noncompliance of U.S. resolutions, yet no one is holding Israel accountable for their noncompliance of 71 U.N. resolutions. As we all know, Senator Clinton voted for the Iraq resolution, which I've written consistently, doesn't hold any constitutional legal powers and doesn't invoke the War Powers Act. She also failed to read the intelligence report proving President Bush wrong, yet folks still voted for her in these races. I just don't understand this. Ms. Perrault-Young voted for Senator Obama after questioning Senator Clinton, stating his message was electric. Yet he, too, has consistently voted to fund this abhorrent war. In a past column written by me in which Obama spoke in front of those gathered in an uh meeting, Obama had this to say of any military action against Iran. We should take no option, including military action, off the table, and show strong support for Israel's actions in last summer's war against Hezbollah. I've written scathing articles against the state of Israel for launching the attacks, and I've even seen through photos of our support of that terrorist attack upon Lebanon in this previous article, asking who are the real terrorists. You may be saying to yourselves, why am I really targeting the Democratic candidates? Well, to be honest, I expect it better from them being the opposite party if one believes they're truly different than the Republicans. I would blast the Republicans in half, but I don't see any change of course, only the same should a Republican become our next president. In a past article commending Congressman Pete Stark embedded are some of the most horrific photos, but not nearly the worst I've seen as I've consistently written and spoken out against this war. I want every single Democratic voter to take a look at those no longer with us, namely our soldiers, innocent Iraqi citizens, and shed tears for them. I ask that you reject the tears shed by Senator Clinton in which she tried to show her human side, forgetting that humans were killed in Iraq. Do so if you truly wish change. As Obama rails against this war, he's consistently voted to fund it and remember that too. Yes, the war still is the most important issue for me, and I do suspect many more out there. It's not a right versus left issue, but a holocaust that's taking place in Iraq. Even the L.A. Times reported that a million Iraqis have been killed during this war, in which I wrote a scathing column asking Speaker Pelosi when impeachment would be back on the table in relation to President Bush. If you add up those killed in Iraq during the sanctions to the ones killed during this war, so far, two million innocent Iraqis have died, and yes, it's a holocaust. Please tell me which issue is more important. The other night I was in midstream writing my thoughts down concerning the Iowa caucuses, but stopped. I just didn't understand how Obama came out on top in that race, and can't even understand how Clinton came out on top after New Hampshire. It just seems to me that Americans don't really want change. That's only the best uh, way I can explain the outcomes of both races, and that includes who were winners on the Republican side. This column is dedicated to all of our soldiers who've lost their lives in Iraq and those who've come home maimed. It's also dedicated to the countless innocent Iraqis who've been killed at the hands of the U.S. government. eh? A- that's Mary uh, McElveen on the Smirking Chimp. That's her take. 1344. In other words, everybody talks a good game, although some don't even talk a good game, like Swillery. She just right. sheds a few crocodile tears. She's squirting a few. How are we doing there? with those uh,
9: surgeries? you? We got what? 38. 38.
1: Well, that's great. That's the first time we've been under 40 because before, before you can get into single digits you got to get to 30 and then you got to get to 20 and we'll get to whatever we get to you know
3: The
8: sports leader
3: oh god. You can for senator, or through the state people shout your name, Hillary! You will never be Giuliani, no sir! The idea seems so silly, Hillary from Arkansas. You fail me. Miss Hillary from Arkansas, right out on the cornfield on Hee Haw. Husband Billy is a Nazi boy, when you leave the house he'll jump for joy. White water now, just a memory, Hillary! That we know doesn't have a clue No, sir We've been lost No damn slippery In a reef from Arkansas Boy Ha, ha, I think you should run, honey Well, hell yes, I do <laughs> I think you should devote All your time to it And I'll just, uh Well, I'll stay home, you know <laughs> I'll take care of things Taking care of business <laughs> I'm a BTL fan, man <laughs> Hillary from Arkansas, is the damnedest thing I ever saw. You're a sweaty little goofy dog, cause you never have lived in New York. So change your mind While in Illinois. Hillary! We don't believe that you're a Yankee fan. No!
0: Second chin, and everybody do a glint, just come on and fight over to the middle, over to the middle, straighten up and step like up and step like lean it to the left a little, to the left a little, now lean a lot to the right, come on and take a definite position, definite position, now do a total turnabout. Come on, everybody, join the promenade. When you start to fade and the public is swayed, hustle free trade and stage a bombing raid. And everybody do the case. Come on and slide over to the middle. Over to the middle. Straighten up and step light, Up and step light. Lean it to the left a little. To the left a little. Now lean a lot to the right over making everybody happy. Everybody happy. Now let the other guy leave. Other guy lean. Try appearing Jeffersonian. Bring another crony in. Yes. Everybody do the president. Oh! Now step up. Back down. It was harder than you planned. Do lunch with Strife and Shuck and Jive. And step like leaning to the left a little, left a little. lean a lot, right. a lot to the right, and now all in.
1: we got only 34 certificates left last time I looked. Is that correct? That is correct. 34. That's not too bad. I mean, he sold 66. Sunset Strip. Okay, 121 and 560 WQM. Don't forget the Jack Show, Georgia's Favorite, coming up at 2. Yes. You see, like that column I just read, which, uh, you know, I resent the ripping of Obama, but, I, you know, I read uh, it. It had some good points in it, and I understand what she was saying. But there's a problem there, and that is that you've got a uh, field of candidates on both sides now, and that's what you've got. You're not going to invent the perfect candidate for the Democrats or the Republicans or for the country or for the universe or for, for crying out loud, you know, just isn't going to happen. So you have to pick amongst what we got there. And on the Democrats, Obama is far. I mean, John Edwards might as well drop out, except that he's a stutter. He's a stubborn uh, Southerner. Stubborn. Stutterer. Uh, a stutterer. He came in a distant turd, you know, in both the uh, primary in the caucus and the primary, and he's not going anywhere. And Obama's going to clean his clock in South Carolina. So what's the point? You have to look at what the field is. Look at the Republican side, man. You've got a crazy person, John McCain. You've got a fundamentalist preacher, uh, Huckleberry. You've got a, uh, a magic underwear wearing liar in uh, Mitt Romney. And then Ron Paul, which all the Internet nerds are all crazy about. which He's like the Dennis Kucinich of the Republican Party. He says a lot of things that make sense. And he has got a Chinaman's chance in hell. So that, that's what you have to do. I mean, it, it's not the great... Although, I've been putting off reading this because it makes me sick to my stomach. New York Mayor Michael Bloomberg has quietly been polling and conducting a highly sophisticated voter analysis in all 50 states as he decides whether to launch an independent presidential bid, Associate said yesterday. The exhaustive data collection started months ago, and when the review begins shortly, it will provide the data-obsessed billionaire businessman with the information he'll use to decide whether to make a third-party run for the White House. The scope of the research, details of which are revealed to the Associated Press, demonstrates how seriously Bloomberg is considering running for president, despite his almost daily denials that he isn't entering the race, and the fact, of course, that he's Jewish with a very Jewish last name. The extensive coast-to-coast research effort shows that Bloomberg is willing to dig deep into his wallet simply to gauge his chances of winning and lining up the proper support number. His chances of winning? On a scale of what? Oh! They want a hard-headed sense of their chances, said Doug Schoen, who spearheaded Bloomberg's voter database efforts, known as micro-targeting, for his two mayoral campaigns. Bloomberg spokesman Stu Lozer declined to comment, or is that loser? Shane says he's not working for Bloomberg now, but is part of the mayor's inner circle and makes a convincing and well-researched case in his new book, Declaring Independence, about how a third-party candidate such as Bloomberg could run for president and upset the election this year. Schoen was widely recognized for his micro-targeting work in Bloomberg's first campaign. It was considered a groundbreaking concept in 2001 to gather and use information on individual voters rather than voting blocks and tweak the campaign message adds an overall theme. They're tweaking it. The Bloomberg database being created nationally would also be used in the same ways as if he were to run, Schoen said, but for now, it'll serve as the basis of gauging potential support for a bid. This isn't New York City where there are three million Jews, okay, Michael Bloomberg This is the U.S., eh? This is the U.S. where there's 50 states, most of them pretty damn rednecky. Using the micro-targeting model, research firms working for Bloomberg are gathering comprehensive information on voters around the country, such as who owns a home, has children in college, where they vacation, type of car or computer, and past political support. All the puzzle pieces will then be arranged to create a picture of each individual. Most of the data already exists in commercial databases that the multi-billionaire Bloomberg can simply purchase. It will then be analyzed to determine how much a voter fits into a... How each voter fits into several categories, strong supporter, persuadable supporter, or potential volunteer, or hate you like poison. Bloomberg's public denials of any interest in running are getting weaker. He typically says only he's not a candidate. But a beep, but a boop, but a bop. All he's going to do is uh, muddy the waters, you know, screw up the dealer. I'm not saying that a third party, you know, candidate wouldn't be a great idea, but certainly not him. Mm -mm. Certainly not him. Although I'm sure the Republicans would like that because he'd be likely to siphon off a lot of um, moderate to liberal votes. Am I right? Yep. He sure isn't going to get any John McCain votes, I don't think. 1,353 votes on Chris's poll. He's going to be very upset because we're not going to make 14. Are you 33 upset? certificates. No. What? 33 certificates. 33. Well, that's not too bad on there. I think we're doing better than you are. Nah. It's all good. Yeah. It's all good. That's what Bubba would say. It's all good. Kisses
8: name best talent you know, look at it. Sports Radio 5. Touch it off. a.m. the fourth leader
2: Ooh, a presidential run it might be fun are you going to give it
3: a try obama
1: 31 at 560 WQAM. We got the Jason Jerk Show coming up at two. Mad Dog at four, and then you got the stuff nobody wants to hear. And then the Beast 10 o'clock tonight. Like I said, WQAM. Hello.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Phil Henry is doing overnights on the air, well, air. Can I
1: ask you, Can I ask you a question?
5: Sure.
1: Why do I care?
5: Well because you would be perfect. You'd be a natural overnight as, as com- no, no, not overnight. But I on the INZ as a comedic puzzle. You would be terrific. Oh,
0: yeah. yeah. John Davy, show killer.
5: And by by the way, Chris Chris sucks.
0: <laughs> he hates oh, you well, I didn't know that. That's, that's
1: new one to me.
4: He's a show killer, so I never put what, him on the oh, other. What do you mean he's a it. show
7: killer?
1: What do you mean by that?
4: When he, he when he calls he's the other, he's any worse than any of the other old farts Oh, oh, that oh yeah, in? yeah, he is. Literally, like, he's one of people that, like, See, everybody let me, just,
1: let me just make a pronouncement for the audience, which I'm sure any rational person already knows this. We don't care about Phil Henry on this show, okay? Phil Henry used to work with us at IOD a long time ago, a lifetime ago, back when he was very funny and very creative and a good guy. And then all of a sudden somebody got a hold of him and decided, well, uh, we heard enough of those funny voices already, those phony voices. We want you to be a right-wing puppet, a stooge. And he's okay. And then, of course, he got into show business, and he had that TV show that was on for about five minutes, and that didn't go over too well, and then he's, you know, he lost his way somewhere along the line, which is, you know, unfortunate, but that's his problem. We all got our own problems. We all got our own issues. You know what I mean? We mm-hmm. all got our own thing. Mm-hmm. So all these, all these radio yentas, oh, well, Phil Henry's over here, and Joyce Kaufman is on 850. Who cares? Maybe somebody does, but guess what? We don't. It's like the chronic faxers, like the one you gave me this morning, which I won't dignify by responding. Right. from? Same, same crap. We don't care. We know it's bogus, number one. And number two, uh, we don't care whether you listen, whether you don't listen, whether you die, whether you have, like, uh, some kind of a mental breakdown, which you've obviously already had. We don't care. I mean, obviously, some of these people are looking for an outlet to, to you know, to extend their hostility and their, ah, you know, their frustration. And that's unfortunate because it indicates a severe degree of mental instability. I have no lie. And that, too. WQAM, hello.
5: Good afternoon, Neil. Please.
1: Good afternoon, sir. Yes, speaking.
5: Neil, uh, happy uh, Thursday to you.
1: Happy uh, circus.
5: <laughs> Listen, now that uh, Hank is gone, we got one down and one to go. Yeah. But thank
1: you. Uh huh. Okay, great. WQAM, hello.
5: I have issues.
1: QAM, hello. Yeah, you got issues, all right? QAM. Yeah.
5: Hello. Hello. This is Ms. back just yeah. guy. This guy stole my whole shtick over there. Who's that, Joey the Baker? He stole my name. This is Enzo the Baker for your father. For your father. Thanks.
1: I would take the cake and smear your rectum with it, but you probably already have. WQAM. Hello.
5: Neil, how are you? Okay, sir. The deal, uh, you know, before I used to worry about Giuliani, but this Huckabee guy is scaring me, you know? Uh, I think he's uh, good enough to fool all those goobers and all those rednecks, no? And, and plus, what does it matter if, uh, uh, we all know that the, the red states are a bunch of racists? Uh,
1: They're a, a bunch of racism?
5: Of racists. And, uh, you know, they don't count. Even if we win all the liberal states, doesn't the president doesn't he get elected anyway?
1: All the liberal states? You mean like- all, all the blue states and
5: uh, you know yeah. the moderate states? Like everyone, he would be elected, so
1: don't you understand that there are a lot? Would you call Iowa a liberal state? Is that a liberal state? Well, no, borderline. I'm, don't I'm, you understand? There are all these borderline. New Mexico? How about that?
0: Exactly. No, but you know
5: we're not counting
6: on like uh,
1: you know taxes or none of those. You know we're counting on California. You know the one left one. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm glad you're. Uh, we we're doing this and we're doing that. How about you? Are you part of the we? Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. The wee we Yeah, he's checking the old we-we. 1,357. You're going to fall a little bit short of 1,400, which was a tall order. I mean, let's face it. Ridiculous. Oh, well. And we got 33 certificates left. That's not bad. That means we sold two turds. <laughs> we sold two thirds of these certificates today. It's not too bad. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, it's one of those things. It's been oversaturated, overdone, and other people are, you know, like, giving it up. And maybe eventually we'll be the only place that's still doing it, which is fine. And the food was great. And at least it gets you guys a great free lunch, which is the most yep. important part, obviously. That's right. <laughs> that's right. WQAM, hello.
5: Neil, last night I witnessed unlawful hallucinations. Mm-hmm.
1: WQAM, hello.
5: I love Chris. I
0: want
1: your to mail him. WQAM, Hello.
0: Leave
3: Chris alone. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
1: Now, there's a good segue for you. See, they're coming to your aid. Not necessarily anybody right. you'd want not to sure if that's good or bad? Oh, I don't know. I don't think that one was all that good. Although, I don't care what George says. <laughs>
3: and how there f- dare anyone out there?
1: I still, I still yeah. like that. Oh, not a, faggots a lot. Faggots of not, a feather. Not enough. Oh, yeah. That must be that's wild. That's it. Wicked, right? It's a faggot oh, you gags like each I other. I think it's funny as uh-huh. Oh, is this is it is funny as hell. It's old just been older. played 40 million That's times. That's right. Which is why you notice I don't play it. I played like two seconds of it, and right away you're starting to get mm-hmm. surly. I'd much rather hear about the sign language. That's right. Well, here's a sign. Yeah? Look and right. here, on the other you're, hand, here's another you're one. You're doing too. it wrong. I'll show you how you're, to do it. Right. we right. oh, okay. back to him there, George. <laughs> WQAM, hello. QAM, hello. QAM, echo line.
5: Hey, Neil, how you doing? Okay. I just wanted to tell you, the Rangers crushed the Maple Leafs six to nothing a couple of weeks ago.
1: So?
2: Go Rangers, baby.
1: Rangers. The Rangers suck, okay? The Rangers suck. No, 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 no. The Rangers suck. And you suck. The Rangers... Cr- well, who didn't crush the Maple Leafs, okay? Panthers. No, that, that's true. I wish we could play all our games against the Pansies. Well, there they go again, trying to peddle Wade Belak like he's a real hockey player, okay? You people in Toronto, man, when are you going to wake up and sip the daffodils, okay? They keep peddling your horse crap and telling you it's halava. Oh, my God. You think that since this is their life, this whole thing with the hockey, you think that they would know the difference between something decent and something dreck, wouldn't you think? You'd think. If you went into an expensive steakhouse and you ordered a, a beautiful ribeye steak and they brought you a pot of dog dung on a plate, wouldn't you be able to tell the difference? You could smell it. You could taste it if you got that far, which hopefully you wouldn't. Although we did sell two turds today. Mm-hmm. WQAM, hello. Stop picking up Chris, his butt. WQAM, hello.
5: Hey, George, what's the name of them good year tires?
1: WQAM, hello.
0: I'm constant.
1: WQAM, hello.
5: Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, uh, I agree with you 100%. John Edwards needs to retire, he needs to drop out of the race. We don't want him taking votes away from Barack Obama. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely convinced of Barack. How about how do you feel about that? WQAM, hello. Hey Neil. Yes, sir. I just heard that uh, I could be I'm going to be going to live in Iran. You know, they they said there's no homeless in there.
1: Hello. WQAM, hello. Sounds pretty windy in there. W-Q-A-M, hello. <laughs> oh, Now, that was Joyce. I recognize that sound and smell, man, from uh, 1,200 miles away. That was Joyce. Am I right? Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. In fact, I didn't even tell you this, but during uh, the last break, I went out and rejoiced. Did you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How was it? Three times the charm. It was sensational, it man. See, one thing about me, I have the confidence in knowing that when i got a four-minute break, yeah. I can go in there and no problem at all and come back for I plenty of time to spare. I know how long it takes me to do everything else. Thirteen you're going to come up short, Chris. And oh, that's because well. you, you haven't been pushing it. Well, I've been, you know, watching the deals, so, which we're down to 28 Really? See, that's not so bad, 26. after all, is it? 26 There aren't that many left. You better grab them while they're hot, because once they're gone, man... <laughs>
8: names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. Neil Rogers, God. Ricky, 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 Ricky,
0: Everybody
7: talk about
6: on on the is stupid. Sport but they don't know nothing about radio. They can try to make
7: morning, but no, they're too busy helping sport.
8: What was that noise? Let me take a look at the security monitor
7: anything to do with
2: sports
8: No, just a lot of buildings burning and carnage my car's okay though oh
2: go back to the phone
8: Ricky Ricky
2: Ricky
0: Ricky 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 Ricky
6: Ricky 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 Ricky
1: Okay, 145 at 560. Speaking of uh, that, so what rumors are you hearing around the building these days, Chris? Uh, I think we ought to have a regular segment on the show once a week. Chris's rumors. Well, they're right. All my rumors. Or George can chime in with some too. You know. Sure. sure. Well, you I got seem to be the You seem to be the uh, bonsai pipeline lately. Do uh, I? Really, no, I'm, no, Chris. Oh, okay. I was just gonna say. Um,
4: Ooh, I
6: haven't heard
1: anything new recently, so. Well, what about Ow. what about him? What about the I told bolsters? you I sent him a text like a week or two ago, and he never answered. He never responded to your text. That's never a good sign. See, that's one of the things that really bothers me. I love my BlackBerry, but there's something that really bugs the hell out of me, and that is, if you send somebody a text message and they don't respond in you know a fairly reasonable amount of time, like about ten seconds, I get uh, panicky. You know, like uh, what's that all about? You know?
4: Well, unless it's your girlfriend, you shouldn't panic. You're just a nervous Nelly, aren't you?
1: Yeah. No, I'm not nervous. I just... I, I don't know. To me, it's just uh, insulting when you send somebody who's supposed to be friendly with... Although, I will say this. Usually, uh, that doesn't happen very often. Usually. Well, maybe, maybe they're busy. busy. Huh? Maybe they're busy. Maybe they're busy doing something. Maybe they're working out in the gym uh, downstairs. That's possible. I know somebody who's down there right now, and that's just as well. You can't get in too much trouble down there unless you fall in the pool. You sure? 1,361 votes on your pool. You could have made 14, but you, did, you just... You did yeah, you, know, you didn't care. I mean, thirteen hundred and sixty-one is such an awesome number, you know. Yeah, we know it's even better. What's that? Nineteen. Oh, 19 is all we got left on these certificates from John, from uh, Joy the Baker, which used to be John the Baker, oh. and the food is sensational. Fifty-dollar certificates you get them for twenty-five bucks, and there's only nineteen left. And once they're gone, they're gone. That's good. I think I think we've done good, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. WQAM, hello. <laughs> WQAM, hello.
5: Yeah. Yeah. You ever had a pimple on your penis? Come QAM, hello. Hello, Neil.
1: Yes,
6: sir.
5: Yeah, uh, I think you're really good on the ratings this next week when you get your uh, ratings come out. Mm-hmm. But uh, you used to be a really nice young man talking to all the callers, giving a lot of airtime. Mm-hmm. Lately, you've been kind of... Uh,
1: yeah, like like you, and other words, who have nothing to say?
5: i got things to say, Neil. i got things to this say. This sounds exactly. like a quarter
1: schlotz guy to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, Chris... Right, let me say it again. Is this the quarter schlotz guy?
5: I'm going to Woodbine.
1: Yeah, okay. Yeah, you're going to Woodbine my ass, okay? Maybe they're going to ship your ass to Woodbine. Bury it at the finish line, because you're finished. See, one thing about him, it, it takes a little while, but after, you know, like like uh, we're so stupid, like we don't know the voice after the four millions call, it's the quarter slot guy. I was too embarrassed to even admit who the hell it is. WQAM quarter slot line, hello.
5: I'm of Brumley and I got died.
1: WQAM, hello. Beat us.
5: Good afternoon, Neil, sir. Yes, Have you sir. ever heard of a woman named Diane Reem? She's on NPR.
1: Reem? When in yes, doubt around? out? I never heard of anybody with that name, no.
5: Diane Reem. She has a show on NPR every afternoon. I just somebody turned me on NPR recently mm-hmm. and it's good stuff. It's, uh, yeah. it's mildly amusing. Yeah. It's kinda like you. Your show, mildly amusing. Mildly
1: amusing. Oh, this is the mildly amusing guy again. Yeah. Right, no. okay. Dropped in. He's soaking in it. Uh huh. You and Rosie. Q only. She's dead. QAM. Hello.
9: Louise Fitch goes ass to mouth. WQAM. Hello. Put the lotion in the phone.
1: WQAM. Hola. Ooh. Not there. WQAM. Hello.
5: I uh, just wanted to make sure you didn't change phone number.
1: Yes. Still walking on queer street. WQAM. Hello. Hey, who is it? Who was answering it? WQ. <laughs> Oh, he's really whipped up today. That's Joe. My name is
5: Joe. I'm a homo. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, I just read on the Internet about a, a, a couple minutes ago that, I don't know if you're familiar with those guys that were screaming out, like, iron my shirts or whatever. Yes, on the, that's um, correct, um, that's yes. supposedly they're plants from the Hillary campaign. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's
1: ridiculous.
5: So it will, you know, if this well, you know what you do with is.
1: plants, don't you? Stick them in the hello. ground. WQAM, hello. Okay. Uh,
5: Take your blood sugar, check it off, and call Liberty. They can
1: help you live a better life. WDQAM, hello.
5: All right. Hello.
1: Yes, sir. <laughs> you know, now that I'm 100 years old, I wonder if I can get those damn strips for uh, not free, but like of course you can. Nothing. I can?
4: you got diabetes.
1: Yeah. Call Liberty. Liberty. Call Liberty what? <laughs> Mutual. I don't know. <laughs> call Liberty. Call Liberty What? Lady Liberty. Liberty yeah. Records, man. Patient and Prudence. Call Liberty on the phone. On Liberty Records. You don't have that, I'll bet. And I think also David Seville and the Witch Doctor was on Liberty. Ooh, E, ooh, uh, uh. Liberty right. Records. Which one do you want? Patient and Prudence or a uh, Witch Doctor? Oh, whichever one you like. I don't care. Kill some time. We've got about two minutes left. Not uh, have. We got a... What? You don't have either one of them? No way. i got Witch Doctor. David Seville, he was on Liberty Records. I'm pretty sure of that. What a memory, man, for unimportant crap.
2: Cool I told the witch doctor I was in love with you. I told the witch doctor I was in love with you. Are you sure? And then the witch doctor, he told me what to do. He said that.
1: Okay, that's enough. Okay, so what did we, what did we wind up with on our uh, thing? 1366. On our... No, I don't mean on the pole. I'm important. Stuff. Oh, uh, what Back up to 23. We have what? We went back up?
6: Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, that's not good. We were down to 19. We went back up to 22 because we had some fakers here on the mm-hmm. ass end of the show. That's okay. Dead beats. Yeah. Also, you see
4: that it takes five minutes to check out. So if people are slow, I assume they have to go back to the beginning. They can't, uh, you know, people that don't know their own name and address, things like that.
1: It takes five minutes to check out. If that's the case, then why, when, in the first 10 seconds, why are like 10 of them always gone? Well, because well, those
4: people know what they're doing.
1: Oh, yeah, they know what they're doing all right. Which leaves our management out, by the way. In case you missed a Jolly Joe called Norma Kent two nights ago. I have no idea why, and neither does Norma. Everything okay? Uh, Everything is just great, okay? Everything avuncular. is just great. What? That's the avuncular Jolly Joe. The avuncular Jolly avuncular. Joe from Raleigh, no less. See, we we, we did Anybody says this is a waste of time, this show, and we're not educational? Avuncular. We talked Georgia word today, which That's he pretends right. he never heard before. Avuncular. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, avuncular, fat people running around, slapping people on the back. See, first they slap you on the back, then they stab you in the back. The backstabbers. See, with me, I'm a front stabber. I'll tell you right to your face. You suck. You're an idiot. You're a jerk. You're a no-talent. You're a loser, Jolly Joe. I'll tell you that. Not behind the back. Not behind the scenes. 1366 is Chris again, as in so many other parts of his life, came up short.
8: Name. the best talent This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio five sixty QAM. The sports leader.
2: It's Dave
3: In Miami town. All right. at five six oh WQAM.
7: You, 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 you
0: those who like talking about other guys Are usually hiding from what they realize They want their nose in an athlete's life It's a yellow chop strap Much like it's sport holes conceal their fear
2: by talking about sports while drinking a beer They desire, of course, to be a sub a queer For some yellow chop strap
6: Yellow jot yellow jock scrats. Only
2: queers want to hear sports all day, yellow jockscraps, yellow jock scratch. The management here is undeniably gay. Yes. Anyone who wants to hear just sports all thinking day His dream is dreaming about a lot of rule of golden shower spray. Yellow jock
0: scratch. Oh. How about those dolphins? What a game they played. And somebody's kid with the hurricanes. do talk about it all the time
2: makes you a faggot, I'm afraid. You like yellow chop straps? Turning and burning out morning shows. No interest in learning about radio. Just a sausage party for a few sportal homos. Who like yellow chop Yellow job straps, yellow job straps. Sport holes is seized, who are in out? Yellow drop straps, yellow job straps. They're on your mind, to be in your mouth. Sports, 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 yes. sports, 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 sports,
0: sports, 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 sports Sports all day. Thank you, go. Cool. Bye,
7: bye, bye.
0: The biggest names,
8: the best talent. Be at your home for Miami Dolphins football. Oh, my God. Sports Radio 560
0: WQAM. Miami, total Lauderdale. I, 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 I,